Have you got the notes, um, Hunter? Uh, what, like in an email? Or the ones oh, that you put them, I put them in the, the podcast chat, and I, I messaged yeah. you in, in our band chat. And I don't have any messages in the band chat, but I see the notes here. And then he called you, then he sent you an email, and then he called you about the email he sent you. Hmm. He could call, but he just doesn't. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. So, what makes us different, you may ask? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news and information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Nice yeah. uh, to have Parody back and to facilitate our Hunter Master race. Yo. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back virtually together again this week. Yeah, virtually, virtually together. Yeah, that's what I like. And spiritually. Se- 73 weeks of virtually togetherness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 73 Close, weeks. Closer than family. There's 52 <laughs> weeks in a year, so we've been doing this for almost a year and a half. Yo. Something like that, yeah. So welcome, as I said, I'm the British guy, Night Demon. Parody is our facilitator, one of our American hosts, and Respawn is our hunter from the bayous. Yes, that's true. Accurate, actually. That that is how we will will refer to you going forward. You are Respawn, hunter from the bayous. (laughs) Respawn, hunter from the bayous. I can get behind that. Yeah. I was trying to come up with some rebuttal, but it's, it's completely accurate. It's too late. It's too late. We're there now. We're we're into the podcast. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you could also say the swamps too, because there's swamps in Louisiana and Florida, so there's that too, right? Yeah, but bayou is way more fun a word. It is. Yeah, it it absolutely is, but it's limited to Louisiana. I'm pretty sure. Right, we nah. have got up to reach bayous elsewhere. We've got an absolute packed show this week. There is so much to talk about, but as I think I, I messaged parody during the week, maybe we should kind of condense what actually happened this week down to what people actually want to know this week which is everything they don't want to know everything they've probably seen all the other videos and and listened to all the other podcasts and had everybody else's opinions they don't need opinions they need the facts they need the cold hard facts they need to know what's going on (laughs) what's happening and what they can do now that's what they need to know yeah we'll, we'll talk about you know the 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 incoming Disney, I mean, I mean Destiny Vault later on once that becomes a thing, or maybe <laughs> yeah. next week when we don't have an entirely new season to cover. But yeah, if uh, you, you've all gone to Budgie.net, you've watched the videos, you've read the things, you see the upheaval that's coming, which planets are going away. We were we were sort of right, but we were uh, didn't have quite a large enough knife out when we were thinking about cutting up planets. No. So should we kick off with what happened last week with the Almighty event? Respawn and I were both chatting away about two hours before it actually happened, and Respawn came up with the magnificent idea of maybe stopping the podcast and coming back to it when the event started. I'm quite glad that we didn't do that, because <laughs> right? to sit for an hour and a half with the Respawn, just like, twiddling our something thumbs. happening. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we just... couldn't even play the game, because if you play the game, you can't watch what's happening. 
It was it was ridiculous, man. Yes, you could. You you pull up somebody else's stream on the off to the <laughs> side so you can keep tabs on what's going on. Yes, know? but that's not you experiencing game, is it? Exactly. No, but it's when like things start to happen, then you go back to the tower. So yeah, Barry, yeah. you didn't you didn't um experience it at all because you were out doing stuff. I experienced it the same way that other people did through uh Ibanez's Twitch and uh chatting with Pan, also watching someone probably Ibanez's Twitch and uh yeah, I, I experienced it through a third party and watching Twitter being like, so we're here. Okay, we're still here. Okay, we're, what? we're, we're still here. Right. You know, I, I just had to laugh because all the conversation I saw about, you know, okay, Bungie, you said be there at reset. Do you mean like reset immediately or like reset in the time zone? Or like, well, when does the tower refresh? Does the tower refresh like right to reset? Or is it a little bit later? Because in my experience, it's like 15 minutes after the official reset time. Right. Turns out everybody, moot point, because Bungie thought about all that. <laughs> what was it Luke Smith said? Uh, Luke Smith said afterwards, he said, oh, it's like doors open at eight, but the band doesn't actually play till half eight, nine o'clock. He's like, we didn't kind of communicate that to us. It was right. be there at eight. Just be there at eight. No right. more, no less. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing he talked about in the in the interview with Dr. Lupo. Yeah, basically, yeah, like likening it to a live, you know, comedy show or a concert, saying, you know, if we had if we didn't write a reset, then we'd have Millions of people screaming, oh, we didn't have enough time. Oh. I couldn't get in. I was stuck on a queue. Oh, you know, you'd have had enough time. Wait. By the time that thing fired oh, oh, right, its right. javelins at that spaceship, there was enough time to go back to the EDZ, do a mission, come back, and still <laughs> see it working. <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest, um, I, I thought I was going to, I thought, you know, I'll record a bit for the podcast. I thought we could have that as one of the intros. And I started at 10 minutes to reset. And I thought, oh, this would be over and done with within like half an hour. That would be good. <laughs> the timer on the Xbox recorder ran out by the time the event started. And I'm like, seriously, that's an hour's worth of nothing. There's a few javelins yep. flying through the sky. Yep. And my yeah. time is precious with Destiny. So I gave up. I yeah, literally gave up. And wrong word. No, it is. I mean, if... If I've got a choice between if I can jump on for an hour and go and do some bounties and some strikes and and try and get something out of the game rather yeah. than sit and watch a live event that still hasn't <laughs> happened that I've put over an hour into, I'm going to go and play the game while I can before I then have to go and make dinner. So that's what I did. And then I watched it like Parody did after the fact. Uh, Respawn, you actually stayed for the whole event, did you? Yeah, me, Fuzzco, and the, and the raid crew... Uh, we're all there to watch it, and then we got a raid afterwards. And uh, we had this long discussion about uh, what the hell, what the hell they were firing. Somebody was saying, "Oh, they're lasers." I'm like, "There's no way they're lasers." He goes, "Look at them, they're lasers." I'm like, "It takes light eight minutes to get from the sun to us. We've been watching that light show for thirty minutes. So unless they're shooting it from Alpha Centauri, <laughs> I don't think those are lasers." <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway. But yeah, we sat there and watched the whole damn thing, and it was very, very weird. And and the worst part is, right, the Almighty's huge. The Almighty is freaking enormous. And a meteorite the size of a city would end all life on Earth. And yet, this thing, which is significantly larger than a city, crash-landed, uh, you know, in the mountains by the freaking tower, and yet just kind of a blast wave hit us. And that was it. It's like, really? Do you not physics, Destiny? Um, there were, you know, the number of titans in the tower. They all cast bubbles at the same time. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was honestly half expecting it to be like Zavala and like Saint Fourteen combined and be like, we will all cast bubbles and like you know, make a giant shield around the city or something absurd. 
yeah, but was even if quite that... nice. Sorry. No, I was going to say, even if that were true, the rest of the world would still be toast. And as soon as they brought down the bubble, we'd still have to deal with the extreme heat and dust in the sky. So casting a bubble is not going to do anything except protect us from the initial blast wave. That sounds like the rest of the world's problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> what was actually quite nice about the event was apparently about an hour before they changed the tower. So if you wandered around the tower, all the vendors were actually like, grabbing hold of the rails and staring out up towards... We, we, we saw that too and we looked at all the vendors, but Banshee gave no cares. Oh, yeah, um... ban Banshee's <laughs> up around the corner. He don't care, yeah. <laughs> a robot. Good. He's good. He's like, I got stuff to do. Almighty, small mighty, yeah. cares. Yeah, Hawthorne down around the other side of the tower and so was Akora as well. They're all kind of looking out over the guardrail. How was Lewis taking it? Was Lewis okay with it or was Lewis worried? I think Lewis had run off. Mm. Oh, Lewis, come on now. Gotta stand strong in these times. I know you're waiting for me to say something, but I have no idea who Lewis is. Lewis is who you get your clan ingrams from? Hawthorne's just there to serve Lewis, that's all? Oh, the bird? Mm -hmm. The bird's name is Lewis? I didn't know that. That's funny. Mm -hmm. we, we went over this the other week. Yeah, but I didn't retain it, therefore I didn't know it. Probably won't retain it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been given to me a second time, so usually I'm, I'm, I think I'm good by now. I think yeah. it, it just continues to be new information over and over again. It's an exciting way to live life. That's right. You habitualize information, and then you don't need to remember it. It's just a habit at that point. I did see a couple of posts and people saying that they expected something more to do with the game after the crash. Like there was a lot of people exploring the EDZ and having a look for clues of what possibly could have happened to the almighty uh, if it's broken up or there was a new emblem, area sir what the hell else do you want from the game you got a freaking yes, emblem that emblem was also quite well it was well hidden because if you didn't go anywhere near that crash site on the side of the tower you didn't get the pop-up that said oh inspect and when you flew into the tower again it said oh you know there's been the almighty crash and go to the tower to collect your said emblem but it didn't tell you who to go and collect it from or what to go and do. So I wandered around the tower. I was like, who do I need to speak to? Do I just speak to Zavala, Shax, Ikora? No. Nobody could tell me where I could get this emblem from. I had to go and look it up online. Like, oh, by the way, if you go and inspect the crash site. I was like, oh, okay. I know that's simple. But I'd like the in-game message to have said, go and inspect what's happened to the tower. And then I would have you know, known what I was doing. Right. If Bungie it makes you feel any better. I need I directions. The PC crew had to yell at me about where the hell it was. They're like, it's right next to Zavala. I'm literally next to, the next to Zavala. I'm like, there's no crash site. There's no hole. It's just him and a damn statue. Oh, no. It's it's closer towards the... Um, Eververse. The, it missed Eververse by yeah. a whisker. Yeah. yeah. And I'm all like, why would you tell me it's next to Lavala Zavala when it's literally next to Eververse? You can't be looking in the wrong damn spot. It's between the two points. Yeah. See, see, you guys did it wrong. You just you didn't do what I did, which was wait for nineteen minutes to tell you where exactly to go, and then you went and collected your your emblem when you got home Sunday night, just in case it wasn't going to be. A, I'm assuming it's still available since the tower is still screwed up after reset Tuesday. But I jumped on I Sunday. I think like, it is. I was like, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't sure, so I, I jumped on Sunday night because I was like, let me at least go on. And do this and claim my little emblem, even though I wasn't there in person. I was there in spirit. And Were you there? Emblem. I was. I was there in spirit through the the power of the internet. Mm. And also very glad I didn't uh, 
didn't spend 90 minutes watching it, or last week's podcast video would have been 90 minutes of people staring at the sun. <laughs> yeah, man. And whenever it was coming down, after it had been wally bopped by, um, by the robot thing, uh, Warmind, thank you, uh, it, it, it like started coming at us, and I was like, ooh, this is exciting. And then you saw it starting to curve. I'm like, this is less exciting. And then it completely bypasses you. I'm like, oh, it's going to hit the mountains. Okay, cool. It's going to hit Earth. What's going to happen? And then it hits Earth, and then nothing happens. I'm like, what yeah. what, hey. what? just happened? You know, I, I, I give Bungie credit. And, and, you know, like they said afterward, you know, this is something, this first time they've done it is a lot of learning. It's a lot of figuring out how to, how to sync a worldwide event for people. I appreciate that they did it. I appreciate that they, you know, went out and built this event, especially after watching, you know, the, the one part of the reveal stream I took away, you know, after the fact was watching. I felt so sorry for all those IT people frantically building 400 plus laptops to get, to get out to everybody. You know, the fact that they're still building this game from afar and doing things they've never done and going, um, we're going to launch it and hope for the best. So I give them credit for doing something new. Yeah, I, I wish there were a little bit more to it. I wish, like Lindsay been said, there was some, okay, it's crashed. Now that's going to kick off. It kicks off a secret mission or it kicks off uh, some kind of event or, you know, even just a a short, you know, a short something between then and the new season dropping. Or Maybe not even that, know, but just a crash site that you can go look at, you know? Right, yeah, just something to go into. But hey, the fact that they at least did this event, you know, gives me hope that they'll do more in the future. And they've learned, you know, now that they've done it once, you know what worked, you know what didn't. Now you can do it better next time. It's and, first, speaking first of, time and speaking of knowing things that work, remember how Bungie specifically said, we're not bringing back the Cosmodrome. And last week or the week before, no, it definitely was the week before, the week before that, one of you guys was mentioning, oh, maybe the, they'll bring the Cosmodrome back. And I said, no. Bungie specifically stated it's not coming back. And then in the reveal, they're like, oh, we're bringing the uh, Cosmodrome back. It's like, why? There's no never. Well, just like... Uh, I, I, Elmer of, of Mark Noseworthy called out Luke Smith, or if Luke Smith called out himself, saying, "Hey, we said we're, we're going to bring the Exo Stranger back. Our story is done." Then I started looking and said, "Hey, there's this character that fits really nicely into this, you know, not born of light whole thing." And uh, yeah, right. we're going to her back in. So, I mean, they're they're writing a you know they're writing a series of books in real time in public. So yeah, things are going to change. You know, take what they say with a grain of salt. You know what I want to take? I want to take the the the, the stranger's ghost, that shell. Ah, it's not a ghost. Like it's not a ghost. Oh, I Sad still face want that emoji for shell. you. I, I want that too, but yeah, and Luke Smith actually, you know, and they actually, and just so you think we're not, you know, completely talking out of our heads, you know, Luke Smith, you know, uh, that object. I know we're going to have a lot of questions about it, and I'm not going to talk too specifically about them. But the stranger is not forged in light. The stranger does not have a ghost. So Dr. Lupus said, that's not a ghost. Luke says, that is not a ghost. That is something different. And, you know, that's kind of where we're going to leave that for now. But for sure, it's not a ghost. But we can still have a ghost shell that looks like right? No, he also said that it's something that you won't be able to acquire this year or next year. So maybe it's something coming 2021. Like the, the full expansion for 2021. Year. Yeah, because they said she's going to debut. You know, the stranger will be back in the Beyond Light. Yeah, it's, it's not, not going to be available in Beyond Light. Yeah, yeah. So she's not not part of the season arrival at all. Just just a little teaser in there to just to dangle that out and then you know forget about it for another year. So I know we might be confusing people. We suddenly jumped from the Almighty. We're now talking about the reveal event, which happened when the servers went down. Luke Smith mm. and Mark Noseworthy did a little chat about 
social distancing and then went on to reveal three new years of destiny and from that there was an interview with dr lupo who's a quite a big streamer afterwards with luke smith the game director and he revealed a few more details which is what parody was alluding to so there is a few new things that are going to be coming in september at least we're going to be getting a new subclass called stasis and i, I looked it up on the internet stasis as a dictionary meaning a period of state of inactivity or equilibrium a slowing or stoppage of normal flow of bodily fluids but in the videos it looks more like an ice ability and yeah but there's another there's another definition for stasis and it has to do with time manipulation too so you gotta bring you gotta you gotta factor that into your equation i just want to be a nice titan right in, in the dictionary it says nothing about time manipulation no but you know you know fine forget it you don't want to believe me you don't have to listen to me all I'm going to say is as Does, but did you not listen to the first bit I just said a period of a state of inactivity yeah no okay yeah, I heard that and I'm also letting you know that stasis also has to do with the uh, freezing time as well right okay I just want to say that as, as part of the Frozen clan, I just want to be a nice Titan. So let it go, so, guys. Let it go. So this is going to be different for each class, apparently. You're going to be able to customize these subclasses. So they're going to be more customizationable than the D2 subclasses that we've currently got, but not as in-depth as the Destiny 1 subclasses. So if anybody from D1 remembers, there was a lot, quite a lot of... Um, customization that you could do with your subclasses and how you wanted to run them individually with arc solar and void and then when we came over to destiny 2 it was kind of structured into those diamonds of what you can do and you just had to select the diamonds whereas in destiny 1 it was more like you could select one like node from about six in a, in the row and then go across the line and then build your own kind of subclass to what you wanted to do but it's not going to be as in-depth as that uh, they also said that the current subclasses aren't getting a rework this year and good news new grenade type so lots of frozen grenades i'm in if if i can just be an ice titan come beyond light or when stasis drops that's i'm, I'm never going back i am very curious about the hunter <clears throat> super did you see that they said it looks like a roaming super but I could throw those scythes like you Titans can throw hammers. That would be a freaking game changer. I hope it's just not a one and done like every other freaking, you know, ranged ability that hunters have, you know, tether, golden gun, etc. Right? I hope it's not a one and done. I hope we can keep slinging them like you Titans playing hammers because that would be dope. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm really curious to see what, the, what, what it is and also just, you know, like Nineteen alluded to them giving us more flexibility with the subclass. And yeah, it's not going to come to the other three yet, but if this works well and they do, you know, move into the more of that action RPG side of the house, if we can build that class a little more to our liking, you know, and that's the thing that, that they do well and the community likes, they'll hopefully bring to the rest of the subclasses and we can mix and match a little bit more. Cause I would love to mix up my subclasses a little bit to think it's stale playing the same, same three things every time. Yeah. They've also said that we're going to get a new raid, which is going to be set in the Deepstone Crypt. So 
Ibontis and Lord Cognito from the Last Word podcast kind of called this last week with some of the information that was being banded around and the tweet that DMG sent out regarding saying soon and that referring to No Time to Explain, which was the pulse rifle that then turns into the fact that, you know, the strangers then coming back. So it all, all kind of linked. It was quite nice to kind of slowly piece those things together, listening to those podcasts last week and going, oh, if this comes true, this is going to be amazing. And it came true. You know, they, we're getting a character returning from Destiny 1 that didn't have time to explain, but now she has time to explain in the trailer. So that's good. And hopefully for the September going forward. Uh, Drifter and Eris are also big parts of this new expansion that we're getting in September. Um, was there anything else that you guys took away from these things before we tell people to just go and watch the Vidoc? <laughs> um, there, there was a lot that was taken away from it, but I, I still think people should go and watch it because it's too much to cover just in our podcast today. The only thing I'll say is, is, you know, as someone who watched the reveal after the new season dropped and after he had gone through the rest of the videos, like on the 12 and stuff this week, if you've seen most of those videos and clips and trailers, you can sort of, your that hour runtime of the reveal goes to about 10 or 12 minutes. <laughs> so don't, you know, don't do what I do and think, sit down and go, oh, I have to, you know, I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend the hour, I'm going to watch this whole thing. No. The first, the first handful of minutes is, them getting up to the event and the countdown and talking about working, how working from home is hard, which it is trying to build a game. And then, yeah, it's all video reveals and then a little bit, a little bit of Mark and Luke. If they could just like condense the Mark and Luke talk down, there's, there's a little bit there, but <laughs> you know, they're being key to you, not teasing a whole lot, but there's lots coming. But what they did reveal is the fact that destiny two is going to go for the next three years with just being destiny two and just being expanded upon. And then, we'll get onto it in a second. Uh, there's going to be a destiny content vault where they're going to be putting stuff away and maybe pulling more stuff out of, but for the next three expansions, we've got beyond light, which is September, 2020. Then the following September, we've got the witch queen. And then for the following one in 2022 is lightfall. So that's the next three years worth of big content, like it likened to forsaken or shadow keep. And then you're going to get your individual seasons in between as well, which they've also said that they're going to try and expand on and be better than what they had for this year anyway. So there's so much excitement about what actually Destiny 2 is going to be and evolve into. And they've got literally the next three years planned out as well. I actually am very excited about that. Reason being is because... In this day and age, you have so many people that just, they make a game, they milk it for as much as they can, making DLCs and all this other stuff, and then they abandon that to start working on the next iteration, so people go out and spend 60 more dollars on a whole new game, with a whole new DLC, and a whole new money-making thing, right? The fact that Bungie's not just abandoning Destiny 2 to make Destiny 3, and then start a whole new IP with, you know, a new $60 whatever, right? I actually enjoy Right. And I, and, and by them doing this, I think it is an actual step closer to becoming one of those RPGs. And I'm thinking like MMO RPGs, like, like, uh, like WoW or Guild Wars or things like that, where the world is the same for the most part, but then you, you get things added on and taken away, et cetera, et cetera. And now I'm getting that, that, that feel good feeling that it is, in fact, 
kind of becoming an MMO, like they said it would, by just not giving up on it and starting a whole new game. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's one thing Luke Smith said. Some I don't remember if it was in the the interview or the chat and the reveal, and basically said, you know, we could we could you know stop. He, he basically you know, he said we could stop building Destiny two for you know leave it for dead more or less. Start building D three, whole new system, whole new platform, whole new everything. Or, you know, like you said, just continue to evolve Destiny 2. And yeah, it's got, he's like, you know, it's got a two on the box. There's many other games with a two on the box that do quite well out there in the world, too. Because people said, why don't you just rename it Destiny or Destiny whatever? And he's like, it's a lot of work to rename the game and recode all those things. Why bother? Destiny 2, yeah. you know, when they when they brought Destiny out, they said, you know, we have a 10-year vision for this game. And, you know, here we are six years later seeing the next three years. So... You know, we're, they, they've got nine of the ten years planned out that they originally promised us, which isn't bad. So uh, I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm looking for the forward to the evolution of, of D2 and not having to sort of start from scratch and start a new game and just evolve the world and you know remove pieces, put pieces in, and have it be that living world that they've wanted to build. Yeah, yeah, and and, and there are still games out there that don't even have a two in the name that are old and still do well. You know, if you if you have a quality game, it doesn't matter if it's one, two, three, infinite, whatever. Right. As long as you're investing into that game, people are still going to play it. You know, a good game is going to be a good game. Period. You know, just don't let it go stagnant. That's all. So if you are interested in Beyond Light, you can pre-order it at this point in time. But there is an issue on Xbox where you it has been resolved now, but you may, may still encounter it. So once you buy your pre-order, you can download, I believe it's a ghost shell, an exotic emote, and mm-hmm. an emblem. What yep. you have to do is go into Manage Games and Add-ons and install the Beyond Light items in the ready-to-install area, then relaunch D2, then visit the Cryptarchs in between the tower to claim these items, because... On, I think it was day one and day two, it wasn't available to download in the download area on the Xbox. You could pre-order it, but that was it. And I don't know if anybody else had that issue with other platforms, but it, it just seemed to be that one they identified on Xbox. No, I bought mine on PC instead of Xbox this time, which I guess now I'm finally transitioning over completely. Because I normally I buy it for Xbox, and then as an afterthought later on, I'll buy it for PC. But this time, I just doesn't matter. Point is, is I didn't run across that issue on PC. I bought it, and then I went back to the game, and it was there waiting for the end game. And they did confirm that it is going to be smart delivery as well. I believe that's the Xbox term for it, and probably the same for the PlayStation. So if you purchase it on your Xbox One, and then you buy an Xbox Series X or you buy it on your PlayStation and you buy a PlayStation 5, it's upgraded to whatever platform you are on free of charge. So like right. they did with Call of Duty back in the day, if you bought Call of Duty on the 360, you got uh, an Xbox One version for free because you purchased it on that and you, you were just upgrading it. So it's um, very much similar. Yeah, that was one thing they called out. They, you know, called the 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 intergenerational crossplay. Where if you're on, if you're on an Xbox, you can play with you know the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X, whatever they're calling it. You can play across those Xbox Series. The same thing with PS4, PS5, or whatever they're calling the new PlayStation. And yeah. they did mention they are you know working on actual crossplay coming next year because that's one thing Doctor Lupo asked Luke about, and he said 
you know, one last clarification. Lupo says, I won't bring up crossplay again, but it's going to be Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and Stadia all together. And Luke Smith says, yes. So but that's not until... Coming, but it's uh, not coming. Yeah. You know, they, they said like next year. So 2021 time frame. September 2021, probably around the Witch Queen. Right. Yeah. So it is on the roadmap. It I don't is know how they're going to do that, though, because PvP on PC and, and Xbox, two ah, completely different experiences. Because they are upgrading when you play on Series X and PlayStation 5, it's going to be 60 frames per second and 4K. Parody, there was one other thing that you picked up on from the Luke Smith interview. Was Oh, there was two things, sorry. There was two things that you picked up on from the Luke Smith interview that you've put in the notes. Dedicated servers was one of them. So Dr. Lupo asked, do we have an expectation of yes or no with timing when it comes to dedicated servers in PvP or high tick rates? And Luke Smith basically says, you know, basically a long, a long answer saying uh, there's lots of t- technology stuff that my English degree doesn't do a lot of good there. Basically, Destiny is built on peer-to-peer servers. So he's not saying no, but you know, Dr. Lupo says, you know, he says, you can say no, I'm just saying. And Luke Smith fi- finishes this by saying, I said a version of no, it's a soft no. So <laughs> the answer is no to dedicated servers, but much like Respawn said, it's not a hard no. Just because they're saying no now doesn't mean it's no forever. Yeah. But don't look for anything. Right. And and uh, so, you know, since we're going to circle back to that for a minute, we talk about our new subclasses. They also mentioned uh, the weapon nerfing a little bit. I wanted to call out. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Dr. Lupo asked, you know, what was the reason behind some of the blanket weapon nerfs? You know, we have outliers like high impact fusions, 150 RPM hand cannons, 140 snipers. And the entire weapon class gets punished for the one or two individuals that are outperforming everything else. What's the reasoning for that? And Luke Smith basically says technology. You know, when we built the game, we could only touch things as all hand cannons or all sniper rifles. But now they've broken out so they can do the tuning. You know, we can touch a 150 RPM instead of a 180. We can touch certain archetypes of weapons. So as they build these technologies and systems out where they can make more fine-tuned adjustments, they're going to do that. But that's why we saw, you know, giant class nerfs to weapons before. And now they can do a little more, you know, a little more light hand when they're We've trying to go. We've also seen them nerf very specific weapons too, though. So th- they've already shown us that they can do it as an individual basis. So I'm with that one guy that said, why don't you just do it again? You've done it before. You have the capability. Why didn't you do it this time? Right. That's not but, an excuse, Bungie, because you've done it already. Certain, certain, maybe it's certain circumstances. Well, well, right. And the question is, did it require a lot of extra manual work to make that one change? Or was it a system where they can just go and, you know, touch a variable and now it's done? If it's something right. where it took a week of work, you know, because it was such an outlier and such a broken thing they had to fix, you know, you don't want to put in a week of work or, you know, whatever the time is on every single individual gun. You want to build a system to replicate that. So just because they've done it once doesn't mean something they can easily do again if it's a totally custom solution. You know, I don't know either way, but again, we saw you know, when the game came out, they would touch entire swaths of weapons and they're getting more, more granular. Right. And more and you're as- right. Yeah. That, that's more tuned to the manpower aspect of it, not the technology. Because he said, oh, it's the technology. No, the technology you have. Manpower well, might be a problem. I, oh, I could understand if you said that, but it's not the technology it. limitation. Just leave it. Right. So we're going to push on to update 2.9.0. Hang on. And- There's one more thing from Dr. Lupo and Luke. Mm-hmm. The Vault of Glass. 
You mean the Vault of Glass uh, first ever clear footage that's being revealed today as well? No, but the the, the Vault of Glass. <laughs> no, not that thing. <laughs> no, no. The first raid from Destiny One is going to be making its return in Destiny Two. Uh, they Luke did allude to maybe barrier champions, overload champions, lots of champions in the Vault of Glass. So there may be a story beat for the reason why it is returning. But they did reveal that we are going to be getting the Vault of Glass raid returning in D2 in year four. But it's not going to be 2020. So after Christmas, maybe. Maybe it's a, a late Christmas present for us all. Maybe yeah. it's going to be part of the DLC coming in March, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's part of, you know... Like they said, we're going to take things away, but we're also to bring things back. So, you know, Cosmodrome's coming back, Vault of Glass coming back. You know, they, they, they want to have something ready to not just, oh, you're taking away half of our planets and the game changes in a giant drastic way. We're also, you know, they want the vault to be a living, breathing thing like the Disney vault. Things go into the vault for a while, but then they come out of the vault for a limited time, enjoy them while they're here. But if they're going to bring back the Vault of Glass, don't get me wrong, it's a great raid. But I care more about the Vex class you get from it than the raid itself. You see, see, that's my question is, does do all of the wet, like does Vault of Glass come back with its loot pool? And what do you guys, I mean, I, again, Vault of Glass, we've all talked about lovingly, glowingly. It's, you know, as someone who doesn't really raid in D2, that's the raid I've by far spent the most time in. I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about it coming back. It's, I'm excited that people get to experience it who didn't before. Because, <laughs> Never beat your heroes. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> because it's so much fun, but I'm also like, yeah, but I've spent so much time in this already. I don't know if I need to relive. I, I don't know. I, I have I have real, you know, real mixed feelings about it. And again, I don't do much rating these days, so it's more or less a moot point for me. But what do you guys think about it, it coming back? I'm more worried about it if it's going to be the same vault because they've got to make changes. Aside from just adding the champions, like he was talking about, there's got to be mechanical changes to the raid. I, I don't think they're going to bring it back exactly the same way it was. Yeah, so they, maybe they'll expand it and make it bigger. It's, it's, it's something exciting to look forward to. Maybe yeah. it's going to be like Destiny 1 where you have the two versions. You have the normal and you have the hard. The normal, you can run through, just you know have unlimited revives and get the basic mechanics down. And then they hit you with the hard mode, which is where you get the champions in. That's when you get access to maybe getting the Vex Mythic class if you do a heroic clear. So. A hard mode clear. A heroic, flawless clear gets you the Vexmouth at last. <laughs> no, we're not going that silly. So, Parody, why don't you tell us what happened with update 2.9.0? Uh, oh, loads of things. Loads of things happened. Okay, so well, tell us about the stuff that we haven't covered. Stuff that wasn't in the preview <laughs> the previous week. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, again, loads of things right. happened. Bungie teased a bunch of these. Um, well, first off, there's a bunch of changes to trials, but uh, it, since we haven't mentioned it yet, and it probably won't be valuable to you by the time this episode comes out, uh, trials has canceled this week, so you can't go to trials because apparently there's a bug where you get flawless and you can't access the lighthouse to claim any of your loot. So Bungie has pulled the plug on trials this week. So if you're thinking about playing trials, don't. But like I said, by the time you hear this, trials is over anyway. So all the trials changes, you can read the TWAB and our episode 70 for more of those updates. And then next weekend, maybe if there's trials, you can read about them. But on the PvE side of the house, we're going to have some taken infused strikes. So we've got some new strikes coming to our Nightfall Ordeal playlist. And we're going to get the Lake of Shadows, the Corrupted, and the Festering Core. They've also boosted the Ordeal power levels to match the Season 11 power caps. 
and the Grandmaster difficulty is coming back on July 21st. So a little over a month from today. And they've also, you know, listened to the community's cries and increased the masterwork material drops for the Grandmaster Nightfall. So when they come back, July 21st, completing the platinum gold silver levels are going to give you a higher chance to drop exotics, just higher chance across the board to drop exotics. If you get a platinum clear, you will guarantee get one ascendant shard and four enhancement prisms with a chance for an extra shard or in one to two more prisms. A gold level clear guarantees you two enhancement prisms and a chance for two more. And a silver level clear has a chance for two enhancement prisms, nothing guaranteed. And again, those those levels are the number of champions you kill through the ordeal, the higher level completion you get, killing all of them gives you the platinum, killing some of them gets you gold, killing not all of them gets you the silver. But again, if you're doing a nightfall ordeal, focus on the champions, it's going to increase your rewards. That's how the system works. Yeah. Did you by chance look at the light level that they upped it to now for the recommended? Uh, it's whatever the season is, but I didn't... No. For the Nightfall Ordeal, the high-level one, it's 1,100 recommended light. Hmm, interesting. Because what's yeah. cause is 1060 this season with the Powerful? 1060 is as high as you can get with Powerful, yeah. Last season they did that as well, but then they ended up dropping it down and putting on the contest mode. I'm hmm. hoping they do, because 1,100 is... <laughs> that's 40 light higher than, than what we can get without the freaking artifact. Because they said it, at, I believe it was 1080 last season. And then when they saw that people were able to get their artifact up to ridiculous numbers, they thought, well, hang on a minute. Why don't we just put contest mode in, cap them at 1025, say it's 1050. There's that, you know, disparity between 25 light levels. If they do that again, you know, if people can get up to 1060 without the light and then maybe they're they're thinking that people won't be able to get to 1100 if they leave the artifact on because that's that's quite a lot to get to 40 light how, levels how high have you been seeing uh, an artifact yet because i think i've only ever gotten mine to like an extra 17 18 levels well, people will definitely get there there i mean there'll be those couple that, that grind through and get it up ridiculously high but again not most people, but yeah, I mean, the Grandmaster Nightfall is meant to be a challenge. It's meant to be like Nightfalls were in D1, where you go in with your buddies and a you challenge. suck your way through it. Dude, you don't even have to get shot to get killed. An enemy looks in your general direction and you just die from fear. High resilience, my friend. It, no, that does not help you, dude. You still get one shot. <laughs> So what else? What else? What do you like parody? disparity? Max max resilience will still get you one shot by an ad. Right. So we also had a, a big UI and UX discussion about controller button remapping. I will I will refer you to our last episode and uh, also the June 4th 12 for an in-depth version of the controller remapping, or just go to your controller settings and look at them. Yeah. You don't like You're, a button? Change the button. Uh, this is one for respawn and and 19 over there on stadia the pc and stadia settings they've reorganized the keyboard mouse and controller settings so now they're yeah. organized in a different way yeah, lovely. Uh, we also have the your gear detail subscreen has changed so you can now so before you had to put a piece of gear on to toggle the stats between that individual gears stat level and your overall build stats now you can make that same toggle on things you have unequipped so if you're trying to make that build to max out your mobility or max out resilience or something, you can now you know toggle between the gear you have on and the gear you don't have on to see what your overall build looks like with the addition of that particular armor piece. Can you break that down, Parody? Because I've seen the part where you can toggle how it looks, right? But what do you mean? Like stats. 
So 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 it'll, it, it's going to toggle between. So when you have gear equipped, it'll show you the stats of of that, that piece of gear itself, and then the right. stats you know with the overall your overall stats with the gear on. Right. So now you can do that with the things you do not have equipped. You don't have to put things on to make that toggle now. Oh. I've never I've never looked at this and done it. So um, you know I'm reading from the page and assuming other people know what they're doing because I don't look at my stats because I wear one armor set and don't care. <laughs> For a few people who are building things, this seems like a good change. And another good change is we now have wrapped item containers. So a new container has been added to the inventory screen for wrapped bundles and items, making Eververse purchases easier to find. And those wrapped items also still display in the relevant areas where they showed up before. So they haven't been moved. They've just been added to a second place. So if you've bought something for Eververse and it came in a nicely wrapped bundle and you go, where did I put that? Bungie's made it easier to find. It's just below your umbral engrams and any other engrams. Very good. Um, and they've also added several economy-related load screen hints to the you know little scroller at the bottom of the screen when you sit in orbit. And I, I would like this, you know, it's nice that they're adding to that. I'd like it to see something where they could put like more breaking news and more changes. I'm guessing right now it's they can change sort of the, the list of items that scroll in there when they push updates. But it sure would be nice if, say, you know, Trials is broken for the weekend. They could put that in there and say, hey, by the way, Trials is broken for this weekend and sort of use that. Maybe in addition to the big giant, you know, full screen splash that you can very easily click through when the game starts. Just a thought. All right. We also have a bunch of gameplay and investment changes. So the we'll go we'll look at weapons first. So the Cold Hearts Longest Winter Perk will now trigger through the site and Ramparts assault barrier. The Devil's Ruin can now fire its charged shot after you activate a roaming super. The Polaris Lance's perfect fifth perk now works. Quickly shooting the sixth mm. shot no longer cancels the fifth shot's explosion. The Crucible Gambit Vanguard event package and Gunsmith Engram Award weapon drops now pull from the shared world pool of legendaries. You can listen to episode 70 or see the 12 for May 21st for a full breakdown of what those weapons are, or at least what we think they are. <laughs> All of your Cryptarchs will now have Season Pass and Exotic Quest weapons from Season 8 and 9. That's the Season of Undying and Dawn. So if you've missed any of those exotics from the last two seasons, from Season 8, you can get your Ariana's Val, your Leviathan's Breath, and your Monte Carlo. From Season 9, you can get your Symmetry, your Devil's Ruin, and your Bastion. So go to Rahul, go to your Cryptarch, and he will have those available for you. But you're going to need some currency, some exotic ciphers, and things to buy. But, uh, you know, that's where those have gone. They haven't just gone into the Destiny Vault, never to be seen again for a year. Also, your weapon ornaments have been added to Collections. And there is a list of perk changes, which, again, we discussed in depth in episode 70. Go listen to episode 70, or you can read through the TWAB with all of the different weapon perk changes. We will not rehash here. Because we have more bug fixes to talk about. Like what? the Titans who are no longer retain their damage resistance from a Ward of Dawn cast from extremely high platforms. So the glitches that Cheese and Froggy and Squirrel and probably JB3 have all kind of highlighted that every other YouTuber has stolen for the last couple of months to do the Grandmaster Nightfalls. You can't do it anymore, unfortunately. It's over. And here's another fun one. Uh, Titans will no longer find themselves having their Fist of Havoc melee replaced with a sword swing. Excuse I haven't me? had that one. I haven't had that one either, but you know, I, I guess if you cast your Fist of Havoc and go to melee, you were sword swinging all of a sudden. I'm not sure to what effect since there's no sword, but hey. Uh, you warlocks, um, you're going to have a significantly harder time hitting yourself with a handheld supernova in the air. 
So I don't know what significantly harder time is. You apparently can still keep hitting yourself, but it's harder now. And quick little armor reminder, your powerful friend's armor mod will no longer stack. They were never meant to stack. They're not going to stack. You can yeah, still we- stack them, but each one will provide no extra bonus. There are a bunch of other armor changes we discussed in episode 70, but that's one I just wanted to mention again because it's been covered by a thousand YouTubers and builds. So we, Me and not Respawn pulled, pulled a drink out for it last week. We were very upset with that. Yes, yeah. very. Also, speaking of which, I when you look at this season's armor, my powerful friends is not showing up as an option. Is that happening to you too? Uh, you have no powerful friends, and I couldn't tell you because I'm not sure I ever put it on. Your two powerful friends are sitting right here, my friend. Ooh, there you go. Uh, speaking of uh, you know fixing things and making PVM players upset, the Gladiator's Blade Rush finisher no longer allows players to get outside of the map. So again, cheese, froggy, pouring a drink out for you, my friends. Sad, yeah. sad times. So, I, I'm sure they know they, 17 they other ways. A lot of alcohol. Yeah, they probably do know about 17 yeah. other ways. Other ways towards the end of the season. Yeah, they, they say you just walk over, walk over to a particular point. I'll talk about here in a minute, and uh, you can just hop down from there. Uh, your power progression caps, as we discussed you know, briefly earlier, your power cap for weapons and armor raises 50 points. All sources will now offer upgrades up to a thousand power. Your powerful sources are 1050, your pinnacle sources are 1060, and um, something, something, taking your little dark seed up to a trillion points, because you can do that. All right, bounties and pursuits. They've, they've sort of heard response cries, and they've added three hours to the expiration of all daily and repeatable bounties. So it's not unlimited, but they gave you three extra hours to screw around with them. Your tower repeatable bounties now display, quote, random objective on the vendor before purchase so people know these are random things you're going to get which is they you know this is not a change to how they work they're just calling out that these are random now those are the repeatable ones aren't they the ones that you can buy for extra 3000 glimmer yep and if you've been uh stuck with warner 9940's uh benevolence bounty for collecting orbs it will now trigger the associated triumph so if you can step on that it should now work Vendors, vendor, my friends, we've added the ability to use exotic ciphers to purchase a second faded engram from Zur each week. Now, how do you get an exotic cipher and what is an exotic cipher? Well, the only thing I saw for sure is it's at level 55 on the season pass. And there have been a bunch of other people saying, hey, I think it dropped from this. Hey, maybe it dropped from that. Hey, maybe it's over there. So the exotic cipher is something that's in the game. And I'm sure as people stumble across it, we'll figure out where exactly they come from. But you can now buy your second faded engram from Xur, who, again, by the way, has randomly rolled items now, and they're at high stat levels. So Xur becomes relevant if you're not a day one you know, new light player or not looking for that one seasonal exotic anymore. So Xur's worth a visit every weekend. And finally, just a couple of general bugs. Uh, we, we fixed a bug that caused a season pass post-purchase screen to display in reverse order. So I assume what? it's... You bought the season pass. Hey, would you like to buy the season pass? Which seems confusing. The Warmind-themed exotic ghost is available on the Cryptarch free of charge for anyone who owned the season 10 season pass. Go to the Cryptarch, get a free ghost. It's pretty. Yeah. If you are looking for uh, your heroic menagerie ship, the drop rate has been increased from 5% to 20% for that. They fix an issue causing the older quests to sort in front of newer quests when players logged in. Ranking up your season pass no longer fills up your super meter, which is disappointing. And they fixed a crash that could occur in Gambit while performing a finisher. 
And that, friends, is update 2.9.0, all the things it does, minus the things we talked about in episode 70. Dun, dun, dun. So, now I want to talk about the Destiny Content Vault. I thought this was quite a hot topic that a lot of YouTubers and a lot of other podcasts have not really delved quite deeply into. I think because everybody's caring about the new hotness, everybody's like, look at this, look at this, look at the shiny thing over here, look at the shiny thing over here. But the stuff that we're taking away over here, just don't look over here, don't look over here. But look at the shiny thing, look at the shiny thing. There's a new dungeon, look, look at the dungeon. Or is it say, oh, dungeon, ooh, dungeon. Ooh, shinies. Yes. What so, the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> So Luke Smith and Mark Noseworth, he talked about the Destiny Content Vault, which is the thing where all of Destiny 1's items are at the moment. And this is where they're going to be putting the planets that are disappearing from our solar system into when they bring the new expansion in September. So with the introduction of Season 12 on September 22nd, 2020, many, many things are being put away in the Destiny 2 Content Vault. So this is a way for Bungie to effectively change the game without consistently adding more and more assets into the world and overloading the game. So come September 22nd, and I'm going to keep repeating this for the next three months just to make sure everybody's aware of this. There's going to be a section each podcast to remind you these things are going to have to go away and you're going to have to keep up with them. Remind respawn. <laughs> it's not just you, my friend. There's, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things here that when I was researching this for this week's podcast, I thought, oh God, I've, I've got to get that done. I've got to get that done. So come September 22nd, we are gaining Europa and the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1. But the Cosmodrome is not going to be the fully formed Cosmodrome that we knew from Destiny 1. Obviously, there's going to be some uh, a size to it, but it's not going to be the full Cosmodrome. So maybe that's not the Seaver side of it, or maybe it's not the full Cosmodrome from Destiny 1 that we had. But we are losing five, five destinations here. All right. Mercury, Mars, Titan, Io, and the Leviathan, which in turn creates a ton of lost items quests, missions, triumphs, etc. So I'm going to run through everything this. from those raids. God, what's that? Three raids you're losing? I'm going to run through this. This is going to surprise you how much stuff that we are losing. Leviathan, we are losing the Spire of Stars raid, which in turn, you are losing the exotic chair emote, the sleeper catalyst and triumphs. You're losing the Leviathan raid, which is the callous one. So that's access to the legend of Acris shotgun, the exotic one, and the catalyst and triumphs. It's been in the, my inventory since day one, practically. <laughs> Eater of Worlds, and that includes the Telesto Catalyst and Triumphs. I mean, they may put these things in other places for you to get. They have done in previous things. But at the moment, these are where these things live. So this is also going to cause an issue for Leviathan farming, testing, and yellow bar kills. The Menagerie, also going away because it's part of the Leviathan. So that's Triumphs, and that's under Minor Destination Triumphs. The three new swords that we got, the three class swords for Warlock, Titan, Hunter. The Izin Army Burden, exotic um, sniper rifle, Catalyst, and the ship that Parody mentioned earlier that's now had its drop rate put up. The Tribute Hall. So that's where you do your weapon testing. Bad Juju exotic pulse rifle quest and the Catalyst mission. Gone. Crown of Sorrows Raid. So the newer raid from Callus. That's going to be going as well because that's part of the Leviathan. So the Taraba, the exotic submachine gun, a Shadow Rises seal, which also includes some of the Menagerie Triumphs, is also going. 
the consolidating Gambit and Gambit Prime, so into some merged thing. So this is going to affect the Reckoner title, which you need weapons and armor. These are the sets that you can get from doing the Reckoning to then taking to Gambit Prime. You know, so that one, I mean, they say they're being merged into a single mode with their original armor visual available to earn from the Drifter. So I wonder if that means that the armor, all of that armor goes away and they just become, you know, transmog visuals, or if there's still some level of all of that stuff going into oh. the redone gambit. Anyway, not yeah, to side. But I, I, I'm, I'm I talking about transmog so much. I'm talking about if you are looking for getting the Reckoner title, you need to go into the Reckoning. You need to pick up each armor set for right. a specific class. Because you then need to take the full armor set and play with that full armor set in Gambit Prime and do certain triumphs in that to unlock emblems and triumphs that are tied to that. And, you know, the weapons are also tied to the right. triumph and the Reckoner seal. So these are things that I, I didn't think about until I was actually researching, as I said. So the Gambit seal is also been changed. They did mention that this week. So the playing for keeps badge requirements, which includes some of the weapons that are now not available in this season, is being removed from the uh, the Gambit seal, which is called the Dredgen. Dredgen title. That's right. So yes, so that's being removed as a requirement. But playing for keeps was a, a gambit seal requirement the hall which is part of the triumphs for the reckoning and i think gambit prime that's under minor destinations in the triumphs then we move on to our planets so we are losing io which means we are losing whisper of the worm exotic sniper mission the whisper heroic version which has the catalyst and the ship that you can get this exotic ship that you have to do every week for three weeks one after each other. So you have to do a void week, a solar week, and an arc week to unlock that ship. So that also means where people go in to do whisper farming, like killing the, the thrall, that's going to go away. The Izinami Burden exotic sniper quest steps also form a part of a reprised Pyramidian strike on IO. Gone. Titan. You've got a testing area for Greg the Ogre that's down on the left-hand side, I believe. That people go down, they just destroy the ogre. Astacross does a lot of testing in there because it's quite easy to kind of get numbers from him. That's going to go. Thorn Quest. There's a Thorn Quest step, which has a reprised Savathun song strike that you have to go and do. Mercury wasn't really too bad. I mean, I guess trials that going to the lighthouse is separate from going to Mercury, but the possibility of losing the Verdant Forest, which is from the Revelry, and the Haunted Forest, which is Festival of the Lost. Maybe because that's assets being taken out of the game might not be coming back, but maybe. I don't know. Nobody will miss another forest. We need to move <laughs> on from forests. That's what I was going to say. Is anybody really going to miss Mercury? Who goes there anyway? You know, <laughs> Titan is going to hit G Dad hard, though. I feel bad for G Dad. So, also, we have Mars, which is the Worldline Zero exotic sword catalyst. You have to do escalation boss uh, damage with the Worldline Zero sword, one for every week. I think there was about five weeks that you have to do it, I believe, to get a certain percentage on the sword catalyst to get that done. You've got the Sleeper Simulant, exotic linear fusion rifle quest. You've got the Sleeper Nodes. There's 40 of those that you can randomly all over the place. The Lumina Quest step, Will of a Thousands, you have to go around and shoot the crystals. Do you remember doing that? 
one week. Oh yeah, unfortunately. So that quest step's going to be out. So I don't know how some of these quests are going to be functioning with these going away. In general, we have the destination comes out of the vault again. Yeah. <laughs> In general, you've got destination seals for the current destinations might go away or change. So at the moment, when you look at the destination seal, it's going to do various different things on the destinations. And because IO, Mars, Mercury, Titan are all part of the original destinations that we got in Destiny, they form the seal for the destinations. So I don't know whether they're going to be changing it or if that seal is not going to be able to be active or not. But with that, you've got the Red War, the Curse of Osiris, Warmind, Black Armory, Joker's Wild, Season of Opulence, Destination Badges, for weapons armor and emblems collections also there may be some shaders in there as well so like i think black army's got some shaders from doing the different forges they also will be kind of going as well because certain parts of the game from those eras areas are, are disappearing you also have the red war and the curse of osiris exotic badges so these are uh, you can access most of these on from while you're playing Destiny. So it's, you know, toggle to the left screen and you'll have a triumphs and badges and toggle again, you'll go to your collections kind of thing. So you can see what you're missing from that or go on your Bungie apps. Where am I now? Um, I don't know, dude. You're putting me to sleep, though. Shut up, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I had the wife bring me coffee just to help me stay awake. Also, there's Planet Triumphs, which are under major destinations, which will be disappearing. So anybody that's like a, a Triumph Hunter, these things are quite important to you. It's Originally, you thought, oh, you know, those things are going to be in the game forever. They're not now. Uh, spider Wanted Bounties. So some of these take place in lost sectors on the planets that we're losing, which then also form part of the major Triumphs or the, the minor Triumphs. I can't remember which one it is on certain destinations emblems associated with planets lost sectors and strikes and with the strikes you've got four variations per nightfall i believe also with that nightfall high scores there's a triumph for each nightfall doing over a hundred thousand i believe it is mm -hmm. and then you've got nightfall triumphs so mercury you've got garden world which is the quickening you have to kill the shielded minotaurs in under 90 seconds Again, on Mercury Tree of Probabilities, Laser Dodge. Take five or less hits from the laser in Atlas Grove. Mars, <laughs> Will of a Thousands, three and out. Stun Zol with the Valkyrie three times before you kill him. Mars again, Strange Terrain, don't take five. Don't hold on to the Relic for more than five seconds after picking it up. Titan, Savathun's Song, Best Defense. Yeah, shoot 15 projectiles from Savathun before killing the boss. On IO, you've got the Pyramidium, which is Siege Engine, and don't allow Brachion to be shielded for more than 40 seconds. IO, Festering Core, nothing, apparently, in, on, <laughs> from what I can find. And then you've got Strike Unique Rewards. So a Garden World, you've got the Universal Wave Function Ship. Tree of Probabilities, you've got the Warden's Law Hand Cannon. Mars, Will of a Thousands, you've got the Worm God's Transmat Effect. Strange Terrain, you've got the Bray Tech Osprey Rocket Launcher. Titan, Savathun's Song, you've got the Duty-Bound Auto Rifle, and Io Pyramidium, you've got the Silicon Neuroma Sniper. Also with all of this, the oh. new dungeon that we've only just had added at the moment is going to be going away at the end of the season, including the triumphs that go along with it. 
they did say that this might come back because I did hear, I think it was on DCP podcast, they were saying that when you're in the dungeon, it says that you are in the reckoning. So maybe it's tied to the asset of being in the reckoning. And because the reckoning's being taken out of the game to sort out the Gambit, Gambit Prime thing, maybe they can't kind of just detract it from that at this point of the time. So you've got... Why Sorry, while you're on this topic about the um, the new dungeon, uh, I was watching Rick Kakis' video because I'm stuck in the first part. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to use the plates to get to the next room whenever I go in there by myself, right? And Rick Kakis had a video about where they complete the dungeon. And in the very beginning of the video, he goes, oh, this took me and my fire team like 10 minutes to figure out, so we're just going to skip it and go to the next part. I'm probably stuck on! Are you serious? <laughs> Thank you. No, Rick Hackett. I'm sorry. I look, I'll apologize. It wasn't him. It was M Tash. My apologies. M Tash made a video. Yeah, it took us 10 minutes to figure this out. So we're going to go to the next part. Huh? One star, not helpful. Right? Also, making things even more of a grind this season if you are into your triumphs and your emblems and your whatever else it is. You've got your Moments of Triumph, which return on July 7th, and they run straight through till September 22nd. So you've got a lot of... The reason why I'm kind of telling people this now and go, running through this long list of what's actually going away is because I'm concerned that some of these things that I'm missing from my Triumphs from actually completing in-game, and if they're be being put into the Destiny Content Vault, they may not return as they initially were in the game now. So this may be something that you want to kind of complete and, you know, put a tick in the box next to. Is there anything that you guys, did anything stand out for you that you might want to do? I know you're not really much of Triumph Hunters and things like that, but. Well, I might not be Triumph Hunters, but I've gone through and I've gotten all the stuff that I need, ex with the exception of the Nightfalls. But I don't really care about doing the Nightfalls, which is probably why I don't have Infusion Materials. <laughs> it's definitely why. Yeah, there's there's a handful of things here and there where I'm like, oh. you know, like all the like uh, master working the whisper and and a lot of those things. It's like hey, I, I can't mean to do those, but I never, you know, I never care enough at this point to do them. So I think they're going away. That. Is that still glitch? By the way, is the whisper of the worm still? That that wasn't the whisper of the worm, was it? I don't know. Yeah, but I. It, it's all the things I figure. If I haven't done them up till now, then clearly I they're not important enough to go do. So not important enough to me anyway to go do. So I figure now, when they go away, they'll just be gone, and then I can move on with my life. I do need to finish the Whisper of the Worm, though. So that I guess that does stand out. But like I I'm said, like sixty-eight percent complete or some nonsense. I might as well just freaking <laughs> finish it. But it's like I said, you you do the you get the initial thing, and then you think, oh, you know, I've got enough time to go back and do the catalyst as and when. When you know when the, the seasons really died down, but towards the end of this season, you've got your moment of triumphs, which I know, Parody, you are really up for. Every moment of triumph, you're in there trying to get everything at that time. So don't you come saying to me, you know, you haven't got enough time. I'm warning you now. That's why I'm trying to get let people know now. So I know there's the hype of beginning this new season and things, but they they I mean they casually went, oh you know we're losing Mercury, Mars, Titan, Io, Leviathan. <laughs> it's not until you think about Leviathan you're losing the four raids from the Leviathan and your Telesto uh, Atlas, which I still to this day don't have and still want but maybe I'll wait, 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 wait. bring it back you don't have the Telesto? 
we the don't have the Telesto catalyst. catalyst. Oh, oh, like I said, dude, I'm I'm falling asleep over here, man. I'm not trying to be an ass. Seventy episodes into this, how many how many of them have I raved about the Telesto? Which uh, the weather horde is the new Telesto. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Amazing, right? Oh my god, that thing yeah. is so good. Yeah. I, I feel like I saw again. I I sort of in, in the last like two or three days have sort of just binged on all of this information. I feel like they did say, you know, like they will take like they've done with the exotics from the last two seasons and give them to Rahul to, to hand out to people. I feel like they did say, you know, like some of like the exotic rewards and catalysts and things that are, you know, that are in the game, you know, maybe not the weapons themselves, but if you already have the gun and the catalyst is going to be going away, I feel like they said that would be moved somewhere. Now, I don't know if that's one of those nebulous bungee, like we'll bring it back into the game and a year later they bring it back or if there's actually plans to move it somewhere else or just throw it into the catalyst loop pool or whatever. But I can't remember, I can't remember if I actually saw that or if it was just a fever dream I was having, but I, I, I just want to make orbs out of a Telesto. But really now I have a, a grenade launcher that turns the world into muck. It, it's even better. And you know, that, that grenade launcher my whole day too. And I'll tell you why. Because once I heard that there was a catalyst for the Trinity goal, I immediately went out and got it. And I was like, this is my new main. I don't need anything else in this game. And then that, Damn yeah. rocket launch. Oh my god. <laughs> and the wither horde. Hey buddy. It's so good. Yeah, it's like it's like you got a long-term relationship. Everything is good. You love your you love your girl or your guy or whatever, right? And you know, you, you're set in your ways, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's that meme where the guy and the girl are walking down the street, and then the other girl passes by and the guy looks around. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's like that. You know, it's like I finally got my bow. I'll never need anything else. But what if? <laughs> Damn it. so yes i'm going to remind everybody each week that they read these things and i'm going to put respawn to sleep each week reminding him just make sure that you go back and tick these off your list and i'm also going to point people in the direction of cheese forever who has quite a lot of videos on maybe cheesing this or a guide on this and if he doesn't i'm going to hit him up now i'm going to send him a message later saying these are the things that we're discussing in the podcast if you can put a video together for people to actually go and do certain things that they may find hard to actually do, hopefully he will put these together and um, get things out yeah. to the, the wider people. You, you know, the cheese forever minions are, are, are hard at work at it right now. Just like froggy and squirrely and all of them are going, Oh, you take away one, one way of frisk out of the map. Well, here's 17 more that you don't know about. Or that yeah. you yeah, guess what? Don't Did you know that if you shot the grenade launcher at your feet, it teleports you to Nessus in the core. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there are things like soloing the Spar of Stars beginning part of the raid and soloing the Eater of Worlds to get like the catalyst for the Sleeper and the Telesto. Right, but no, I mean, it, these guys find like the most arbitrary way to do things. It's like you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, what can I do? And they're like, hey, I'm going to shoot this grenade launcher at you. You need to block it with your sword after you do this particular emote and that rock over there. You know, and it's just yeah. what you know, <laughs> just the and and thereby, when you do this, you're invincible for the rest of destiny. You know, <laughs> just a couple of other things that I wanted to bring up with you guys, and there are a lot of people in the community that have pointed this out, and I think I took a screenshot of one of the weapons that I was a bit concerned about. There seems to be an issue with some of the sunsetting weapons. So as an example, my first encounter with this was the Drifter. He has the rocket launcher, the bad, uh, omen. bad omens. 
it is available for me to purchase through Glimmer, Shards, and some enhancement course because I've already done the quest steps to get that from resetting my infamy X amount of times a couple of seasons back. We're talking about the, the rocket launcher. Yeah, the rocket launcher that he's got is available because I've already completed that part of the Reckoner title or the Reckoner step to unlock that and the hand cannon. But the rocket launcher that he's got is a power level of 1360. So that's, you know, many more seasons to come. And I have one that he gave me initially when I completed the quest step. Its power cap is 1060. So that goes, that stops at the end in, in a couple of weeks. Or sorry, that stops in a couple of months. But I can pick up exactly the same rocket launcher because it's got a different symbol on it at 1360 now why and if i dismantle it it'll probably give me six to seven shards no, no, but then you, to buy the new one you infuse my friend you infuse you don't dismantle that's silly why no but why would i infuse it <laughs> that's the wrong if i if i have to i have to buy it from the drifter it costs 10 shards so to dismantle it i'll get six to seven shards in no, not shards, six to seven enhancement cores to then have to rebuy it at 10. Why was it not, if it's, if it's already part of this season's available weapons at 1360, why didn't they go through the vault and say, right, this is part of the list of weapons that are available for this season. So if you own that weapon, it's light is, or yeah it's max infusion is going to be 1360 across the board why do i then have to go and repurpose or repurchase that item again it didn't make any sense I, you know I, I get the fact that they're kind of sunsetting weapons and things but because i'd already got that weapon from doing that part of the quest or that resetting my infamy it didn't make any sense that it's it's no, there it i can i can get it at 1360 but i got a 1060 from when i originally did it and the and other to thing, clarify, you're not getting it with its current light at 1360. You're getting it where the maximum light can be 1360. Yeah, right, right where your and cap is. Yeah, and the cap for the one that I've got on me is 1060. Yeah, just okay. it, it makes no sense. And the same with there's a lot of weapons. A lot of people have been pointing out, and I picked up a steel syllabus, which is the sword, and I got a good one last season. We I think it's rapid here and something else. I got exactly the same roll drop. But because the symbol is one's the, the one that I've already got, like a couple of weeks ago, has got the Forsaken symbol on it. Its max cap is 1060. The one that drops a couple of days ago has got the new symbol of Arrivals on it, but can go up to 1360, exactly the same role. So then you so, dump the old one and use the new one. What's the issue? I do. The fact but, that you have to do that. I think there was a lot of people that were saying, why are we replaying the game to get the same content drop when we've already yeah. got that item like when you've got the god roll for let's say for example right now i'm using the, the god roll oh, uh funny. auto rifle you get from the forges right well mine is max 1060 so i would have to go through and refarm to get this same exact weapon that i had mm -hmm. farmed for initially again and that makes no sense. What he's saying is accurate, man. That the fact you shouldn't you have to do that. It's about the looter shooter making you shoot for different loot is confusing to me. You, it's you not know different loot. It's the same loot, though. That's the problem. It's not different loot. It's the same damn loot. 
it's different because you can use it for more than a year because so, somewhere they had to draw. And I'm sure it you goes back to semantics at this point. It's only different because they changed the symbol on it. It's the same weapon, same role, same way you get it. It's because just, at some point, I'm sure one of the hundreds of technical systems they've laid over, you know, when they were talking about, you know, the, the systems on systems on systems, at some point, I'm sure it was easier just to say, okay, we could go back and figure out and say, break this loot. Here's our loot pool. This loot pool was forward. This loot pool was out. I'm sure it's easier at some point and man hour saving to say at some point, here's a list of stuff in the game. We're just going to draw a line and say, this set of loot ends here. Now that same so loot's you, available in a new version. You can go reacquire it. You can go replay that content. But at some point, this is the loot you can't bring forward. You have to go ahead and do no, this I, stuff. I, I do understand that. I do understand like, that. I'm sure there's a technical, you know, Luke's just to sit around one day going, you know, it would be fun. Let's do this. I'm sure there's a technical reason underlying this. I agree with you. Grinding for this exact same thing again is silly. But if it's, you know, for, for some of the stuff that you've, you've had to work for and grind for and get to drop out of raids and stuff, that's irritating. For stuff that's out there in the world, you can just go reacquire. Yeah, it might take a minute to reacquire it, but also there's new guns in the world. Like the point is to sort of, you know, mix things up anyway. Their whole their whole goal with this was to get you to use different stuff and to try out different guns and bring different guns into the game. So yeah, perma sunset it. Don't don't make it so that you got to. It's going to be available, but you got to go back and get the same damn thing the same damn way again. I think the issue is that there there hasn't been that period of time, has there, in between. It's not like there's been a season without all of these weapons. These weapons are now overlapping and people are seeing, oh, why why am I regrinding or why am I replaying to get exactly the same drop of that weapon, just that it's higher light. The the thing that really confused me is is the rocket launcher from the drifter. Just because the symbol has changed. I got that from doing the the quest steps or the infamy steps the first time round. I don't understand why now I have to repurchase it from him to get something. It should just be automatic. But I mean, I I think you you hit the nail on the head. We're in the middle of, you know, that that growing pain of sunsetting weapon being implemented. You know, Hmm. a year down the road, this is no longer an issue because it's you know everything will be sunset everything will be in that new system it's it's you know the the mish the mix between two systems it'd be different if we were going to destiny 3 and they said okay in destiny 3 we're sunsetting your weapons all your weapons go away here in d2 and yeah some of them may be available in d3 but here's you know destiny 3 is the line between them well there is no you know there is no new number on the box there is no new dividing line between here's the old and here's the new so they have to do you know have to have to draw that line somewhere and yeah in between those two it's going to be a thing and again, yeah, but just because we can justify it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Well, right. It's well, absurd. Well, right. Oh, right. It's silly. I agree. But it's also, but it's silly. But would you prefer them? You know, again, it comes back to man hours. It comes back to building this game remotely. It comes back to where would you like to see them spend their time on this or on something else? Yes. You, know, you know, but, but honestly, <laughs> honestly, though, my, see, my takeaway from this was totally different from you guys. My, my initial thought was, I have never been happier that each of these weapons and armor pieces has that little symbol in the corner, has that little watermark to tell me where it came from. Yeah, no, that, that is a good thing. Because, because think if we were to go through, think if you were to go through the seven bad omens in your vault and go, okay, these all came from somewhere. You know, what level can each of these go to? What can they actually do? Where, you know, what, what can I take forward? What can I not take forward? The fact that at least we have a way, I'm thankful Bungie built this into the game. To be able to, because until until now, it really hasn't mattered. It, it, all your loot was viable. It doesn't matter where it came from or what season. But now it's like, okay, 
And I think I think it was on the Bungie help page or something where they said, you know, they had a little guide of, hey, here's what each of these symbols means. Here's which season or which, you know, content drop they came with. So you can actually go through and look at your stuff and say, okay, here's the six versions of this I have, or here's these guns I have. What Speaking can I bring manpower, forward? Do I need to, to use the manpower to fix this issue instead of making little symbols? Yeah. No, but I'll I tell you what I'm more concerned about. What's that? And I, and I didn't write it on here because I know you guys would get upset with me. <laughs> Vault space. Twenty five hundred. Where oh, is my vault space? I thought it was going up uh, to, to I, some arbitrary number. Dude, no, no, no. I will tell you where your vault space is. Your vault space is come September twenty second, twenty twenty, when you delete all your your one thousand sixty light level weapons. Done. Still, no, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I need vault well, space. Oh, I need somewhere to put these in collections. No, 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 you're, no. no, no. It is your in your collections and the stuff that's randomly rolled. It's no. a lot. 60 throw it away it's time to let it go buddy just let it go i'm let gonna have go. to no i'm gonna have to start up a new character and just night demon plus one or something just to start a new collection i can't do that i can't get rid of it all but you can't or, transfer that between characters so that would be or pointless. At, at this point you just have to leave this night demon character behind spin up the nintendo man account to play him going forward because, <laughs> because your, your weapons have been sunset are so you, to have character I really want them to come out and clarify what is happening with Vault Space. Are we going to get any more Vault Space, or no. are we getting nothing? Because I need I to know now. Said something though, didn't? Not at the moment. I, I believe. No. I need no, to no, know no, now, so that I nightmare. I can go through and you know seriously, I'll go through and I'll go. If that's a PVE God roll, I'll leave it. I'll get rid of it. If it's a PVP, then I'll keep it because I, that is still viable to me. I just told you what their vault space plan is. No, get rid of stuff. Setting everything. Sunset. Let it go. I, I I am waiting. I'm waiting for the the find the time. If I could go through and dim or something and purge the weapons and delete them, I would have already done so. I need to sit down and play. Walk up to the vault in the game and go. Okay, nope. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. All the stuff I'm hanging on to and thinking about. It's going to be exotics and like two armor pieces left in my vault. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be a a wasteland of nothing See, that's else. That's so weird because I always get rid of my exotic weapons because those are the easiest things to reacquire. The legendaries are a pain, man. I, mean, I tend to yeah. just sort of keep like one copy of everything in the vault just in case. Yeah, because it's case. it's easier to put to pull it from there than to go. And, and now I say one copy of everyone. I say one copy of everything for the Titan. There's next to nothing hunter and warlock in my vault at all. That's my issue because I run all three characters right. all right. the time. So I think I think your answer is you need a vault. There needs to be dedicated vault space for each character for character specific things. You but can you have can all, trade weapons. Yes. Right. 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 You know you can keep that between them, but but at least the weaponry or you know break it out in some way where if your your three characters are all trying to share one closet, you need three closets at some degree. No, I'm I'm, I mean, I'm just I saying mean, if, if we're getting it, rid I... of Leviathan and we're getting rid of the menagerie and we're getting rid of the tribute hall, there must be some space for. 100 200 more spaces in my vault just saying maybe maybe if you're good next year there'll be vault space but also we're we're saying that when i was looking through we're doing wait my demon hall sorry to interrupt you but i figured it out they have given you a vault space we've been talking about it for the last hour why why didn't i think of this what the destiny content vault (laughs) no that's their vault they don't they don't no, 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 no. That, that's where all your your weapons and armor go into. They go into the Destiny content vault. 
And then when it's time for you to have them again, you can pull them out of the Destiny content vault when they come back no, into the game. When my that that actually would be a bad thing. I would I would be on board with that if that was a thing, right? It's not like, a hey, thing. No, no, I know it's not a thing. I, I know it's not a thing. When the content comes out, it'll be higher level stuff. You can go get it again. Yeah, but it could be a thing. That That's what I'm saying. I love that idea. You know, hey, Bungie, listen to me when it came to what to do with the freaking exotic bow. Maybe they'll listen to you when it comes to this. Yeah. But saying that, going through and looking at, for doing my research for the, the podcast this week, I found something that was quite interesting. The Ikelos weapons that you can get from the Escalation Protocol. When I hovered over a couple of them, they've got the new arrival symbol on them, and mm-hmm. they are max light of 1360. And it says I can't reacquire them from my collections because they're randomly rolled, which I found quite interesting. Maybe it's a bug. Wait, maybe it's not what? a bug. That's which is, what you were talking about, the random roll. I was confused, yeah. man. So are the Ikelos weapons showing up this season? I, I thought I heard somebody say that they were available in the new um in the new dungeon but i haven't seen any kind of clarification on that it may have just been me mishearing it but i'm it's, it may be that they are going to be showing up with random roles i haven't done an escalation protocol to find out if that's where they're coming from maybe they are well that planet's going away so i should hope not yeah yeah so you just delete them all because they're all going away anyway it doesn't matter and <laughs> the <laughs> the other thing I was going to bring up was the Witherhorde exotic grenade launcher. At the moment, there is a massive bug with it. So the, it's not a bug; it's a feature. Don't bring it's it up. It's a feature. Shush. Bungie yeah. <laughs> doesn't know. Shush. Shush. Oh, and, the, and the catalyst. For somebody that does raids, just just leave it alone, man. Shut well, up. There's somebody <laughs> out there. They know. And the catalyst makes this gun even more desirable. Max handling and auto loading holster. So fire one round, stow it, shoot something, pull it back out, and the handling and the quick swap between your secondary or your heavy, whatever. Yeah, if you've got a there. grenade launcher like I do that's got spike grenades, clown cartridge, and auto-loading holster. Yeah. Yeah. So now I've you know, bored you all to death with what's going away, because I feel that that was important. Um, should we go and have a look at what's happening next week in Destiny? Did we discuss what was happening this week in Destiny yet? This week's over. Next week happens. By the time we talk about this week, it'll be next week. So next week in Destiny, we have to contain the spread of the darkness by completing contact public events on IO and fighting new enemies in the Cradle. So that means apparently we're getting a new story beat mission every week. So if you complete it every week on your character, much like we had with the story beats with the Zer quest where you pick up the quest each week from him. We're going to be getting something similar this season. Uh, Shaq brings scorched and countdown to the crucible. So destroy your enemies. I'm sure we've just had scorched, haven't we? And I swear we've and countdown. Now you're going to have scorched again and you're going to like it. Mm. I didn't like it the first time it was here. There's going to be some, some solar bounties up the week before and after scorch is out. So enjoy. Yeah. Just pick them up 10 minutes before reset. There we go. Uh, destroy Savathun's song in the Nightfield. Oh, dear. But still no Flashpoint. Uh, do we even bother guessing at this point? Because I've lost track of what's actually come up. I could actually know um, I'm saying that. It went Mars, EDZ, and this week was Tangled Shore. So I've eliminated three places for you. 
Titan. I think Titan uh, was before Mars, wasn't it? Let's go back to Mercury and pour one out for old brother Vance over there. Oh, let's face it. It's going to be Mercury because it, it's the beginning of the season. Oh it's God. difficult. Oh, and God, They know people want those engrams. Peter, they're going to force point. us back to Mercury. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Mercury. This game becomes much easier when they take half the planets away. <laughs> yeah, that you know, we're keeping the dreaming city, so they might actually put public. It, it reminds me of the Marine Corps. If I take away your freedom of choice, then you know things are easier for you. <laughs> they might I actually put the flashpoint on the dreaming city if mm -hmm. everything else is taken away. That escalation protocol going away is going to hurt, though. Like that's. That's my go-to farming spot for a lot of stuff involving Hive. That's I'm going to miss that one. Yeah, yeah. That on Mars, the north, uh, the north, uh, the thing that's escaping my memory right now. Not a mm -hmm. dungeon. It's like a cave. You walk in. You do mm -hmm. stuff. Like some kind of sector that you seem to have lost. Yes, yes. just like a, it's it's like a lost sector exactly. Um, that's my go-to for anything that involves enemy killing. Absolutely anything. Hey, you got to kill this many enemies. Cool. I'll just have Thrall run at me. <laughs> you, you know, what would be nice if we could also have a Destiny content vault for all the D2 content out there on YouTube and things? Because you're going to start trying to search for how to do things in this game come September, and you're going to have a lot of information that's not going to make any sense anymore, which is nobody's yeah. problem, but... It, it, you know the, the the how do you do things player now should be even more difficult with oh just go here and do this yeah that planet literally doesn't exist anymore can't do that yeah. next just go to mars where there's the mars where's mars i don't see it on my tracker what where the hell is mars oh yeah my bad try, try io what's an io oh you know what hold on let me look through here. Back. See, now you're seeing the reasoning of my list. The Cosmodrome. The Cosmodrome. What, where's the Cosmodrome? It's on the EDZ. No, it's not on the EDZ. It's on Earth. EDZ, European Dead Zone, Cosmodrome, Old Russia. Two different places. All Earth all the time. There you go. So they were, they were pretty sneaky about their... Uh... You know, since since they're going to tell us what's happening in the Crucible and not anywhere on a Flashpoint, pretty sneaky how they stuck that uh, skill-based matchmaking removal and just kind of slid it slid it right in there and sort of like, shh, nobody knows. So are you talking about the the mention in this week at Bungie for the 11th of June? I am indeed. I was delighted to see that most of this week at Bungie was, hey, we put out a lot of videos. You should go watch those. Go watch those videos, which we've discussed now. Yes. Not in depth, but we've discussed. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't or you're very confused about uh go to This Week at Bungie for June 11th, and you can watch all the videos and that we've been talking about and teasing, and all these words we've been saying will make a lot more sense to you. Well, I wouldn't go that far. They do yeah. mention that the new dungeon is free to all players, so you can select it. It's in the tower. Down just below where the drifter is. All players, as long as you own the DLC. And how? What highlight was it? I think I believe it's ten forty, isn't it? To yes, recommended. It's a recommended level, but I think you can get in at ten twenty five and have a perusal around and see what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, I I saw they snuck the dungeon there and said, "Yeah, I'm uh, no, not going in there at all." 
That seems like a very bad idea. I spent a lot of time in there trying to figure out those. <laughs> Is we it, don't know it, what you're going on about because we haven't played it. So shh, spoilers. Is this, is this a platform you have to spend? You know, have three different people stand on, like every other mechanic they have in this game with platforms. Uh, I guess that explains why I couldn't do it by myself. I mean, I mean, I have, I have no idea. I, I, I've sort of purposely, you know, I've seen people going into the dungeon talking about, it, but I haven't watched anything. Not because no, I, I won't spoil it for myself so much. Is just that I'm not there yet. I'm at like ten ten, so I'll get there when I get there. But. Just, if, just, we were, if we were a professional podcasting team, we'd have organized ourselves and done a you know a blind run through it whilst we were trying to read through the twelve. But we're not absolutely. that professional. Absolutely. I'm online. Get on your PCs. Let's go. Buy me a PC first. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so sorry, Parody. You were going to tell us about the match made in heaven. Was it? I was. Well, I was first going to tell you. Just remember, if you encounter something new in Bungie, think. What other mechanic have I seen before that's just like this mechanic? Because they love a good mechanic we're using. Looking at you, Bank, of the new uh, public event. But yeah, they, after all the, the pretty videos and the talk of dungeons, there is a match made in heaven. So they've made some f- a few changes to Crucible matchmaking. Uh, it's now matchmaking based on player skill has been removed from all the playlists except for Elimination, Survival, Survival Freelance, and the ah! currently Trials of Osiris. So basically anything competitive like that will be skill-based matchmaking, so your connections may suffer. Everything else in the game, your quick plays, your control, your scorched, your everything else, your rumbles, is going to be connection-based matchmaking. So what does this mean? This means your connections should be better. You shouldn't see people lagging all over the place and jumping all around. PC folks, who knows what you're seeing because you're your own breed. Stadia mixed bag for you all, but the connection should be better, but the skill gap between players could be larger. So instead of trying to put you with people who match your skill, it's going to put you with people who match your connection. Now, this is going to be more fun when you're in a fire team with people who are all across the skill gap. We'll see how Bungie handles it. So why are they doing this? They're responding to community feedback. They're trying to shorten... They're they're responding to freaking YouTubers. Let's be honest here. All these crying-ass YouTubers... They're trying to shorten the queue times for players. They're improving the connection quality of matches, providing more places where the outcome of the match isn't as important as enjoying the experience, and playing into the strength of the Crucible being a bombastic, frenetic action game. But listen to what you just said. Listen to that statement. Where mm -hmm. the outcome of the match is not as important as enjoying it. And playing the game and having fun. When you're getting wrecked, by people that are just smoking you and your fire team, are you having fun? Uh, what are you talking about? They're not saying they're going to match you up against M Tash, cool guy. Yes, that's exactly in what they're in every lobby. They're removing just... skill based matchmaking. No, so, so, yeah, you, are, you no, can you're be talking... matched against Hush and M Tash and Rick Cacus now. You are no. talking about the 0.0.1% of top players. Also, you're talking about. Going... You're no, talking about. You just think of Respond, You're just forgetting respond, how it used to be before come, they had it. Come, come back, it. come back, it. come back to console. So get off the PC where all the streamers are. Come back to the console, and also, for the love of God, stay out of the quick play. Stay, stay out of the what's is a quick play. I've I've lost what yes, it's called it's, now. Uh, yeah, quick yeah. play. Yeah, classic. Classic, classic. Yeah, classic mix. Stay out of classic mix. For the love of God, stay out of classic mix. You might think, oh, classic mix. Let me jump in and have some fun-filled games. 
No, that's where you will jump into and get stomped by teams of four and five and six, just running you over with not forgotten. Jump into control. Heck, jump into rumble. Jump into whatever, you know, countdown or scorch. I mean, scorch is its own thing, but stay out of classic mix. That's where the sweaties hang out. That's where the big stacks of people hang out. Play control, hang out, enjoy the game, have a little fun, and stay off PC. That's where all the streamers are with their high-end gaming rigs and their, you know, 4,000 frames per second. Go back to the console, hang out with your friends, have more fun. So, this, of course, is going to mean people are now going to scream about the return of skill-based matchmaking from connection-based matchmaking for six months, and then we'll swing back the other way, and then we'll have this conversation all over again. Massive Breakdown Podcast had a great breakdown of, as the name would suggest, the skill-based versus connection-based and the problem and the problem with both. I'll pull out the the episode number and put it in the show notes because they do a great breakdown of here's the problem with each of these. Because yes, they both have problems. Neither of them are perfectly good solutions. They're both going to have problems. That's the game. That's life. And um, yeah, but they sort of stuck that in there. And now they like to count, you know, count you as one of my crew. So we're making some changes to the Dredgen title, which might even worry about a little bit earlier. So, you know, as, you've may, as you may have read, we're making some changes to the World Loot Pool. As a result, a few of the legendary weapons, the Playing for Keeps collection badge, are no longer required as a, to have a reward source in the game. They strongly believe the gear collection is a critical part of what it means to wear and earn a title. We're going to remove Playing for Keeps as part of the title, which Night even said, so I'll stop reading at this point. I thought it was something different. <laughs> so that's been removed. We're very good at things. Go buy a new hoodie. It's warm outside. The coronavirus is here. Go buy the new D- Bungie Reward hoodie where you can put it up, have the nice, like, you know, nine artwork on it. Nice little symbols. You can, you, the nice thing is, though, it's got the nice high collar you can pull up and, like, wrap over your face. So it's very important in this day and age. And there's a bunch of new stuff at the Bungie store. Go check it out if that's what you like to do. And now, oh boy, friends, we talked about the things that we fixed earlier, and now it's everyone's favorite time of the day to talk about the things we have broken. I suppose at some point we should talk about what we're actually getting this new season, but before then, before you can get to the new things, there are some broken things. And the broken things, you know, we're, we're going to work on fixing. Some point this week, 2.9.0.1 is coming out. And they say shortly before the season of arrivals, Destiny player support became aware of a bug regarding the seasonal charge with light armor mods, it allows players to equip all the charge with light armor mods on any of the Season of War armor pieces without having previously acquired them. While this bug will be fixed, the team has decided not to enable the mods and basically let players have a chance ah, to try them out. So if there are some tra- yeah, so if they're charged with light mods you haven't bought and you suddenly have access to, consider this your uh, free week of charge with light mods to play around with until they fix this bug sometime next week-ish. Wait, no, that's only the charge with light mods? And it's only on the Season of Dawn armor. Right. So, you know, along with 2.9.0.1, there are the Guardian Angel Artifact Armor Mod, not granting its perk when the mod is slotted. The Breach Resonator Artifact Armor Mod, not granting its perk when the mod is slotted. On controllers, the Sprint Cancelling of Players Press the Sprint Action Again which I and you guys probably encountered the first time I jumped into play some Crucible matches and suddenly couldn't run right anymore. Yeah. I broke my running abilities. Uh, players with a full Engram inventory of Umbral Engrams may be blocked from completing the Season of Arrivals opening quest. The visible holes are present in the EDZ terrain where the Seraph oh. Tower used to be. Speaking of what you're talking about, it's important. Um, somebody was complaining about how 
they can't do the focused armor and he didn't know why if you're still out there and you're still listening in order for you to do the focused armor at the machine you have to first have a focused armor in your inventory at least once so i recommend if you haven't done so um there's a package you can pick up if you own the season pass and it gives you one of each piece of armor at that point in time you can focus armor or if you're on the free track you you mm-hmm. can just pick one up off the free track once you get to it but yeah that that's something that that um i actually stumbled across this week because i thought it worked on my warlock when i started off with my warlock and then why isn't it working my titan and i had to read through and then i found a reddit post and it was like just make sure that you've got an armor piece from the new season i was like makes sense but it's i think it's the wording on it it says that you need something else but it refers to the ornaments it, it says the name of the ornament that you have to own but it's not necessarily that it's just a piece of regular armor so i believe you get either you get the class item first i think on the free track so just pick that up or the boots or something once you pick that up then you're able to access the focusing part for armor yeah it happened it happened to me before i figured out about this whole um <laughs> afk thing i had started on my titan Shh, we're not talking about that yet that's and, for later uh, that's for later and yeah came later. across the same issue wouldn't give me the armor also, so, I, think, I was going to say also something on the hotfix 2.9.0.1 that they haven't mentioned in the TWAB this week, but they did mention it last week or the week before, was the changes to Anteus Wards, which are the reflections and the, the super energy. They haven't mentioned it here, but they did say that it was coming in the next hotfix, which should be the 2.9.0.1. But because it's not on the club, I'm not entirely sure if it's going to make it. Right. Yeah, I remember DMG said last week, it, you know, it was meant to go into the notes from last week's 12, but it didn't quite make it. It's also not in this one. So, yeah, it's coming-ish when um, this update comes or the next one or sometime. <laughs> so what and known you know, issues and things have we got coming up? Oh, or have we got, have we got oh, issues? Sure, we've got issues. Oh, I told, somebody, I told uh-huh. you about one issue. with the Let episode. him talk! <laughs> sorry i told you about one issue with the xbox what other issues have we got parody none there are no no issues everything's no great. there are issues don't lie to the people <laughs> i would i wouldn't lie to the good people no I, you are I, lying I... to the people's See, for once, though, I personally have not had an issue. Usually I'm the one, other than the sprinting thing, who finds a thing where I go, I'm frantically texting you guys going, why is this broken? Why can't I do this? Why Why will this person not talk to me? No, I've been good so far. However, overall, um, the almighty exotic ghost shell and the sanctification exotic ship uh, appear invisible. So we can now all be hunters with ghost shells and ships that are invisible. Ooh-ooh. If you've suddenly lost your Tommy's Matchbook Catalyst quest, uh, it's been removed from player inventories. Doesn't say if it's all players, doesn't say if it's some players, but if it's gone, that's why. It's gone, they're aware of it. The Bungie 2, the uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light pre-order emblem does not appear in collections yet. So if you like it and you want to have it, don't delete it yet if you want to use it. I have it and it's been bugging the sh- sh- mm. It's been bugging me because it keeps telling you, hey, you have a new emblem, you have a new emblem. Where is it? Haha, <laughs> it's not here. Oh, that blinking is driving me nuts. Did you not have space? It's important to have space. Also, Amanda Holiday has two legendary ships in her inventory that can't be purchased. 
So you can no go way. to Amanda Holiday and look at her legendary ships, but you cannot have them. Oh, she let me have them. She likes me. She says, look, oh. just fill your vault up with some more ships. Yeah, well, some people she doesn't like. Uh, console players, we may experience blacked out emblems, invisible ships, and a power level of zero in orbit. And possibly one of my favorites is dying to environmental hazards or the architects will sometimes show a recommended power level of 18809472000. All a power level. So that's your cap. That's what you want to work for this year. You know, a couple billion power level and you'll be all set. There's also a couple other known issues. Then a couple of these are sort of re retreads, but um, just a reminder about all of the, if you're trying to order things on the Xbox and they're not showing up, do the song and dance to make that happen. Your season pass will only be applied to the first account that signs in. If you plan to cross-save but will use another yeah. character set, it's recommended to set up a cross-save before logging in. So if you buy, if you as Respawn, buy the content on your PC and you, and you log in there and you're like, oh, I want to play on the Xbox. Doesn't doesn't apply there. Got to set up your cross-save first if you haven't set up cross-save for some reason. Your universal ornaments will only appear on your certain legendary Armor pieces called Armor 2.0. These armor pieces will show an energy cost on them. If you're like Night Demon and others who are hoarding armor going, why can't I put this ornament on it? Because it's old. Delete it. Move on with your life. No. As has, been, as has been pointed out by a number of people, uh, gear may drop at 750 power instead of near your actual power level. So I know I saw this from the, the Infamy rank-up packages in Gambit. And it seems to be, I feel like maybe the Crucible rank-up packages... It seems to be the rank of packages are dropping at incorrect levels. The actual like end of game loot seems to be dropping at level. At least that's my experience yeah, so far. I think so. Yeah. yeah. If you're getting 750 loot, they're aware of it. It's an issue. It'll be addressed. Again, if if you're on controller, your sprint will cancel if you press the sprint button again. So just press the button once and then hold the stick down. Then you can run again. Life is beautiful. So, also saying that with the controller issues... People using Storm Trance on Warlocks have been, have been having issues, as I did as well, and dodging on Hunters. Apparently, there's an issue with dodging. Hmm. Well, I mean, the, hunter, the Hunters can't dodge, Titans can't run, and Warlocks can't floof, so it sounds like everything's working as intended. <laughs> oh, is this just on controllers? Is that what you're saying? Yes, controllers. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, some players may not receive there. rewards in the Garden Salvation Encounter chests, and Respawn still will not receive exotic rewards from any raid. You shut up! I, I, I'm just reading what the what the known issues page says. I'm reading what's I'm here. I'm sure. Some some players may not receive pro progress on Crucible and Iron Banner quests and bounties. Uh, when using HDR, the brightness slider doesn't appear to work. The dark areas are still dark. Um... If you're trying to dismantle an Umbral Engram, don't, because it won't give you any rewards. Okay. If Sorry, I was trying to make sense of this next one, see if we've covered it. I, I have a couple different sets of notes. Oh, okay. Uh, players who dismantle the Season of Arrival's intro quest, because they're like, screw this new season and its quest, you can talk to Zavala to reacquire it to actually you know progress with it. Okay. Your boss kills will grant bonus progression to the Scornful Shadow Bloodied Legion, Delete executable and break in some taken prismatic recaster daily bounties. Players will be blocked from completing the prismatic recaster weekly ritual loop if they completed the if they previously completed on a character of the same class earlier in the week. So if you've got multiple characters, you know, multiple titans, multiple hunters, multiple warlocks, it's gonna break your ability to do the weekly prismatic recasters. And your seasonal consumables will be 
deleted when the season of arrival ends, which is just a good reminder out there. When season ends, all the season things go away. And all the other stuff I told you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, kills with the reprise I kill with shotgun sniper rifles and submachine gun will not grant progress on the sleeper stimulant catalyst. <gasps> See, they are reprised. They are reprised. Where are they? Tell us where so, they are. Um, they're, they're reprised, but kills won't oh. count. I can't tell you where they are, but I can tell you they're reprised. Uh, where they're not. Also, poor warlocks. The, the Shockstorm Prismatic Recaster Daily Bounty will not progress with the warlock's ball lightning ability. And uh, I just want to mention this again because it just tickles me. The visible holes in the EDZ train where the Seraph Towers used to be. I just love that there's holes there now. You leave them alone. They're for Froggy to get through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the rest of us to be like hey look there's a hole we'll make this easy for you. just just avoid the hole you've seen the tape just leave the hole <laughs> yeah let, let let froggy adventure that and send us what he finds can we can we, can we deploy a robot from the tower to stand there with a little hard hat and a little flag to be like warning <laughs> careful careful super bot just stands there with a stop sign <laughs> yep. And that's all the known issues I could find, both what Bungie called out in the TWAP and the things they had on the known issues page. There's still other things going on, but I feel like we've talked to those to death. I've tried to pull out things that were people are possibly running into with the new season or, you know, things that I don't remember us covering that we probably have in the past. But those have been all our known issues that are going to be patched at some point in the future-ish. I'm one of the victims with the Tommy's matchbook. Oh, you suck. I don't like being a victim. Parody present you, you know what we haven't heard enough of today or in on this show what people get in this new season that just released no i was gonna say respawn we're dying for some respawn report roundup news okay you really are. yeah but to say that you haven't heard enough of me is that is that really true i feel as though <laughs> that's not completely accurate but yes the respawns report roundup Renegade, yada, yada, yada. Can't change the name. It's been too long. Just read what you're told. So this is where I sit back and... Now, now are you going to read us the entire transcript of the interview or just part of it? Knowing him, he would read the whole transcript. We'd just leave it. We'd come back in an hour's time and he's still going through it. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about... No, no, no. You're talking about the freaking... You're talking about... We're talking about the guys at Destiny Roundup. The weekly Roundup, right? Yeah, no, the Destiny uh, Roundup guys have actually done a transcript of what the, the Q&A between Luke Smith and Dr. Lupo. That's what we were joking about, that you might sit and read and go through the whole thing. You don't have to read that for everybody. They can just go and watch the video. Uh, yes, you do. And then we'll put okay. gameplay trail. No, I'm actually confused because I thought you were talking about um, the Destiny Roundup. We are. Yes, that's what you, we're talking about. Really haven't looked at. Because... I'm looking at the Destiny Roundup that was. So the first one you want to look at is called Sprints: Future of Destiny. Luke Smith and there's DMG and Cosmo. Before you get to the Luke Smith bit. Yeah, I don't see that. And if we haven't already covered it, from June 10th, and there's one from yesterday. One has a has someone sitting in the reckoning thing uh, going. Ah, there's mm-hmm. the June 10th. Gotcha. Okay. And the other one's dancing in front of a pretty wall with lots of colors behind it. You know. We, we've, been on, we've been doing this what? show for the last two hours, and Respawn's been doing the report roundup for quite a few weeks now. Yeah, and I went to the Why one is it not already up on your screen? I didn't know that there it's was the f- two of them. 
I go the to the report roundup before there. I start the show, and I look, and I go, okay, there's that one and that one. I've got two little windows with with each one pulled up, so I can read through with you, so that you know if there's any additional information that I, can I add. have the one. I didn't know there were two. You did not look. Because you've only just looked. Two. Yes, no, there is. There is always two. Always two there are. A master and a you know, the, only, the only reason I was wasting time is I was trying to get out of Destiny so I could pull up page that I already had pulled up. You didn't That's have what the, right, the distraction you didn't was. Right page. You, you didn't look properly. Playing. You didn't look I had properly. One have you got your glasses right on? Have you got your glasses on? Dude, I even said, I have one that says from yesterday. And that's when you said, no, there's another one. I had one of the It's right on the main page. Up. It's on the main page. It's in black and white. Literally black yeah, and white. I says. have it now. I didn't have... Man, you don't oh. listen. <laughs> you are such a I hypocrite. Said to you, you I said don't to listen. You, I said to you that I have the one from yesterday. I didn't see the other one. And then I went back and I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. And then you've been berating me for not having of them up this whole time when I'm trying to tell you I had the one from yesterday. I didn't know there was a second one. I'm berating you and delaying time so that you gives you a chance to have a quick read to it. Oh, I would never pre-read. What is wrong with you? Oh. Rookies do that. And three, two. You're too far away. Get I'm close back. to the mic. Come back to the mic. Tell the microphone. It's time for ASMR respawn reading. I wasn't reading. talking to you yet. Shush. Shush your face hole. Well, since you're to give response in time to look at his report, round up and properly round up all his reports. What's coming this season? So, your season of arrivals free content. We mentioned already. Just give up because him singing it's just going to ruin whatever you're saying. No, it doesn't because we're on separate tracks. You can remove his. Yeah, it does, but then. For some reason, it dulls you out or dulls him out and just makes oh, it <laughs> even yeah. harder. Okay. I'm <laughs> well, you just got real robot-y there, robot respawn. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, building a viable future in Destiny article. Cosmo, the reworking new player experience along with additional Cosmo drum to make new light less confusing. When DCV settles in, that is a Reddit link for all you that don't know. Zerg random rolls were missed in the notes. Hit Cosmo up on Friday, still being stubborn. Sorry, if Zer is still being stubborn, that is another Reddit link. Broken Spirit is being looked at. I don't know whose spirit has spirit? been broken. Broken Spirit? You mean Sprint? I can read S P R I N T. Then you're reading it wrong. Reading. It's obviously Broken Spirit. Because we're talking about Bungie here. Yeah, I haven't yeah. broken the spirit just yet. <laughs> Um, let's see what else we got here. We'll give feedback about champions and vault of glass. Let Bungie know if you would like these experiences to stay as close to the original as possible, or if you think there should be more changes to make them feel updated and fresh. That's what I'm afraid of. No right champions. Yes, changes. Yeah. No champions. It's no changes. No champions. Point. Bring it back the way it was. That's it. You know, let us that miss it experience it again once or twice, and then. Get the freaking um, you can experience it as it was on the original Destiny. If you want to go back and play it on the original Destiny, go and do that. I'm here for change, my friends. Uh, see, that's man, that's what I was afraid of. Max power level changes for the Guardian 
sorry, for the Garden of Salvation, Last Wish Raid weapons and armor didn't make it into this season. They will be updated next season. This won't affect anything with these items this season since you will be able to infuse them up to the season's max power level. Forms like, wow, my voice just went to crap that time, huh? Yeah. DMG, dark title screen fall for 2020 Twitter link. I suppose I should look at that. You no longer get a blinding bright screen when the game starts. That's all. Oh, that's what that means. Okay, cool. Hmm. Invisible ships are a known issue. I like it. Um, reminds me of Wonder Woman's airplane. Leave it alone. Uh, if one- you award bounties between seasons, so sorry. If you award bounties between seasons, you do so at the risk of losing a few powerful drops. DMG will be sure to call this out before next season. Twitter link that is I'm done. Glad Moving they're on. not removing the bounties. But with that, I'll put a caveat to it. Just make sure that if you're going to be starting to hoard bounties Nobody towards the end of caviar. the season, Keep if you are caviar. hoarding bounties before the end of next season, make sure that you're not kind of hoarding ones that are specific to the locations that are disappearing. Yeah. yeah that. Also, if you're um, already max light, see, he's all like, you'll be missing out on powerful drops if you hang on to them. Will you, though? Because if you're already max light, you don't need the powerful drop, so you're not missing out on anything, really. No, but no, he means for the for the next season. I'll give you an example of what he's right. talking about, Respawn. So when, when I saved my bounties from last season, I had two bounties that had pinnacle drops on them from the Iron Banner. Now, I okay. wasn't too concerned about what they were and because I was going to dump them as soon as I could to get the XP. They did drop at 750, so they weren't pinnacle at all. So the crossover between the two seasons knocked them down. I just got regular weapons. But the, the main reason I was saving those bounties were they were higher Experience, XP. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But what he's saying is that if, if you do hold on to them, that you know you may be losing a, a few powerful drops going into next season. Because I believe the previous season... Right, no, I get did... that. I get that. What I'm saying is if you're already max light level, then Yes, but the cares? previous season... A lot but of people won't. held onto the Iron Banner bounties and they got four pinnacle powerful drops to help boost them at the beginning of the season, and it didn't mm-hmm. happen this season. Ah. Right, right. Yeah, with a new season, you won't get that new boost. Or may not get that new Good. Boost. Start at the same level everybody else does, you freaking, you freaking try hard. What, it's and then go AFK Forge farming, eh? To beat yeah. everyone. Well, I don't know. Um, it's not beating everyone because you're higher light than I am. I'm only 1044. 1044. You're higher than I am, right? You've been actually playing? No, not at the moment. I'm not 1044. All right, moving on. Um, DMG, destroying raid bosses in under two seconds with Wither Hand is unintentional. <laughs> and will be fixed. Double on it. Expect a timeline soon. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yoo-hoo! All right. Got a raid tomorrow. Going to use that nonsense. On the Vanguard bounty to kill 150 Scorn. I didn't believe the final hollow layer encounter will ever be changed to give progress on those enemies it's easily farmable makes quest bounties completely trivial i know we have some other areas that many of you hit quick progress hit for quick progress sorry but they're not intentional don't know if they'll be patched but the team usually tries to avoid easy cheese slash farm encounters when creating content reddit link once again bungie sees we have fun and takes it away Actually, God, no, they I aren't. hate that mentality. Tangled Shore doesn't go away, so you can still go to that lost sector and farm all the scorn you want. Right, yeah. but he's talking about patching patching easily farmable things, is what he's saying. 
that's the mentality that I hate. Oh, oh, we we didn't intend for there to be easy cheese slash farm locations, so we're gonna patch those out probably. But why? Why do you take fun out of the game? I understand if the, if there's a broken weapon like the weather hand, right? That's fun. When but have it's they ever done? Whatever, man. Point is, it's so stupid. I hate that. I hate that mentality. Oh, come on, you found waiting. a way to have fun. Come Let's on, take come it on. away. Continue. Continue. Lost where I was. Okay. I think on average, an entire strike lasts 10 to 15 minutes with minimal effort. When I say minimal effort, I mean it's a natural path of playing a strike and then match made MM match activity. Made. Right. No, I had my mouse hovering over it. And then match made activity as opposed to hitting and end game activity. Feedback point I'm getting from this, though, is a lack of shared progress on the score and kills. With a smaller pool of activities to get these kills from, mixed with completing with the teammates for said kills, it can be frustrating. Good stuff. Reddit link. That's yeah. very arbitrary. Yeah, that is super frustrating when you are trying to do something and you're like, oh, I'll jump on the strikes. But then you're fighting two other people for progress on that thing you're trying to do. Yeah, that's very aggravating. See, with that, I wouldn't mind if it was 150 scorn kills, but the nightfall for that week included scorn in longer than like just the opening couple of seconds. At the moment, it's the the techie and witch one. And you have like about 10 scorn at the beginning of it and then nothing throughout. But but even I, if I, there's a even if there's a thousand scorn in a strike, parody's right. You you're still competing against other people's skills. But you're more likely to play the nightfall over and over again to get X amount of rewards. I mean you have to play the lowest tier one at least three times to get the not the pinnacle, but weekly. the 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 weekly tier reward, tier one reward. So you at least have to play it three times. So if you were playing the one that was on the tangled shore you wouldn't mind then having to play that even maybe for an extra game just so that you've got your scorn kills because by the end of that encounter you may have got an exotic shard so you know it's it's a good way up for rather than kind of trying to go into a a private nightfall and then just farm the kills for yourself it would be much more enjoyable and more rewarding if it was all able to be tied in for that week. So the bounties actually tied in with Nightfall. Agreed. It would also be easier if it was shared between everybody, no matter who gets the kill. Well, then no, but then I'd say you'd get more kills for that. Uh, Why why do you have to be devil's advocate here? Because let's let's say that there's there's 100 scorn in... The strike, uh, the oh, hard layer. I can play right? whatever I'm doing even faster. I'm okay with that. So that's, but that's shared across all, all three of you that are going in and completing that night, that strike. Sure. Yeah. Right. So why do you need it lowered? Surely you'd need it upped to make so it. So I can more move on fun. to the next thing, the next stupid ass grind I have to do for this damn game. I'd be happy. I'd be happy. Yeah. If you're going to make the shared, I'd be happy to have the number go up. Make it, make it 200 or 300 kills. If it's shared with people, because then I can jump in and whoever gets the kill, I don't have to you know, be yeah. so focused on it. As long as what? I progress for it. But as, as long as it's... As long as it... Someone's getting all those kills. It goes quicker. As long as it ties in with maybe what the Nightfall is that week. I mean, <laughs> I hate the fact that when you go into the, scro- the strike rotation and you've got, like, you have to kill a Fallen boss, and in the three strikes that you get, there's no Fallen boss come up. The Nightfall for that week isn't a fallen boss so you have to go to the location find a fallen boss 
kill them. So you're kind of running around like a headless chicken trying to do X amount of extra grinding when you don't necessarily need to. If it corresponds to whatever the nightfall is that week, it would be a lot less frustrating, I believe. Agreed. I think that'd be, uh, I agree with that across the game. You know, like I joked about earlier, when Scorch comes up, put in a couple of solar bounties. You know, I'm not saying custom, you know, custom tailor, but a little and I'm sure a lot of these systems are just random. Hey, here's our here's our batch of things. Let's toss them out in there. And here's your bounty for the week. It'd be nice if there were a little bit like Arc Week. You know, we had that and there were like no Arc bounties at all. It's like go play as Arc. Just kidding, don't go play as Arc. Just a little bit of parody in the game, haha, of <laughs> here's the thing we want you to do. Here's a thing where you can go do that without having to go, you know, do other content you're not getting rewards from. But yeah, we'll see if that ever happens. But I feel it feels all like just a big random button where, hey, we're going to roll the dice and something's going to come out. And that's what you're doing this week. Like trace rifles and bows are all, you know, our, our gunsmith is all about trace rifles and bows all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, the bows. Hold on. Side side topic. Have you tried the new bow yet? The new kinetic bow? Uh, Yes, because I needed yeah. bows from the gunsmith. And that's the one I had on me because that's the one I dropped. Yo, I got a good roll with opening shot. Um, quick draw. Sorry, Th- that's not the one I'm talking about. It's Vorpal Weapon, quick draw, and then I have a Masterwork to reduce my draw my draw time. My draw time is 5.58 on this thing. And I never liked Kinetic Bows. Everybody knows my favorite bow is the freaking Arsenic Bite. But this yep. bow, this is a damn good Kinetic Bow with this roll specifically i don't know if, what other roles are like because i've been using this one but damn it's nice if you haven't tried it um we'll be sure to get info out asap take a drink as to what will happen when planetary materials economy come to destiny content vaulting reddit link prime ingrams decrypting into a wrong class is a bug hey you that happened to you right andy andy oh yeah uh, that's a Twitter link. Uh, Deej. Uh, da, 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 da. A number of roles were recast so that they could continue development on Destiny during this time of global quarantine. Many of your favorite voice actors will return to their roles once global travel resumes. More on this in This Week at Bungie. Why does global travel need to be a thing? Because- You're just recording their voice. Send them the lines. Have them recorded in a studio. And send the recording back to you. Where are you going to get to the studio? This, this, this I, mean, I mean, this specifically. Name, name the, a broke voice actor that they have, right? They well, can find a studio. Well, specifically, this is about you know D talking specifically to the Guardians of Brazil. We've heard your reactions to the recasting of the Drifter loud and clear. Thank you for the feedback from each of you. We'll follow up because basically, there is a very popular voice actor in Brazil who's done the lines of Drifter that people have really taken to and really uh, enjoyed. And because you know, for whatever reason, details you know, maybe you know, wherever this person is, couldn't get the lines recorded for season of the arrival. So there was a different voice actor, which caused a lot of people to go, "Oh, wait, 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 what's happening? Why have you taken our beloved Drifter away? And now he's some other person." So, or he lives in an area that's got worse broadband than me. So he can't record it and send it to them. Right. There yeah. is no area like that. Even Australia has better broadband than you. Oh, no, there's uh, 60 miles west of DC, my friend. <laughs> there, there are areas in this country far worse than that. But yeah, but, and, and it's not just Brazil. There's other two I've seen, but that was specifically him responding to folks in Brazil saying, hey, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, a permanent change. It's just because pandemic, we can't get people where we need to get them to get things recorded and, you know, 
in the future, you know, they hope to either resolve, you know, resolve that or at least get the original voice actors back in all of their roles. Yeah. And on that note, Luke Smith via other avenues. On getting rid of the two at this time, we're going to keep focusing on our efforts on the game itself. There is a lot of moving parts for changing the name, whether it's to work with platforms, string titles, sorry, string files, title screens, storefront work. It's a lot of work. There are a bunch of really successful games. That's something that we already talked about. Okay. Yep. With two uh, one of my favorites, Dota 2, springs to mind immediately. So yeah. It's more work to remove the two than it not to remove the two. So it's Destiny 2 for the foreseeable future. Deal with it. Destiny you, you, Infinite. You missed uh, the top bit with Cosmo. What? If you scroll up past DMG. Yeah, I now. They're making some under the hood changes on how activities function when season 12 launches, which they hope results in no noticeable changes in the activities themselves. <laughs> we'll see how that works. Unfortunately, that change means the newest pinnacle activity, Prophecy, may have to take a season off before it returns. They're working to bring it back as quickly as they can, and that is two Reddit links. And that's the Prophecy Dungeon that may go away for a brief time. Mm-hmm. Right. Content Iron Banner. Iron Banner will also not factor into skill matchmaking. That's two Reddit links. And Beyond Light will be available soon on PlayStation 4 for the pre-order. Twitter link. Nice. Ba-ba-ba-ba. With my so, very white voice. Love it. Normally about this time, we have story time with Respawn with his lore segment. Yeah, lore segment. Or, as Respawn did ask for it, we have feedback from one of our listeners, not off. Now, because we're running quite long on this episode... I did read that. We don't have to read that over there, but just know that we got your feedback, and I've taken into account no, we, when we, I was going to read we, this week. We, we, I think we should dissect it on, on the ebb. But if we can't get to it next week, it'll be the week after. Just It depends on what you know actually comes up that we need to discuss. Yeah. But we will get to it, and Respawn apparently does have some more lore for us, so there's another one for you to dis- dissect, not half. <laughs> So if we move on to tips, tricks, guides, and builds, and Parody's going to help me this week because Parody's looked over some of the videos. Sorry? Nothing. The way you said it was just beep, bop, boop, bop, beep. No, oh. It's just me being Okay. Me. So we're going to move on to tips, tricks, guides, and builds, and Parody's going to help me this week because he's helped look at a couple of the videos. There's been quite a lot this week that we wanted to kind of cover and get out there. The first thing is going to be Cheese Forever's AFK Farming Build. Okay, so you tell you us about do, that one. Yeah, what you got to do is you got to go inside and get your light level as low as possible. What that means is if you open up your collections, you're going to have a class item that's white. That's going to be, I think, power level 12. That's a good place to start. So get that class item. If you were here for Halloween, you should have a mask that has zero light level. That's another way to bring your armor down. Aside from that, you can go to vendors. I went to the EDZ for mine, and they have uh, an armor set and a single weapon. That is 750. So that's another way to get each of your armor pieces that you don't already have low light down to 750. You're an amateur. And you really are an amateur. One I've weapon. Got all that stuff I'm just in my vault. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I don't keep DTCs, stuff that I don't need. That's, that's not, well, obviously, you do need it because you wouldn't have to go and reacquire it. I need it. I've got it. It's there. Done. Bosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also still have the white freaking auto rifle that we had from forever ago, too. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So you want to get as low as you can. You want to get below 750. 
That's that's the benchmark right there, 750. So if you have all 750 weapons and all 750 armor, that one class item that's power level 12 will bring you below 750. So at the very least, you can do that. And what you do is once you're below 750 is you just log into a forge, not log in, you access a forge, just turn off your controller, leave it there. By the time you come back, you'll have a lot of these uh, shadow engram things. Right, umbral and engrams. Umbral, umbral is another word for shadow. Look it up. So, um, you have a bunch of those in your inventory, and then the uh, the currency that you use to focus it. Focusing is important. Do you, so do you start know what with the currency is called? No. So start with the well, currency. You're only giving half the information then. Well, I mean, fine. So I'll your twisted it. energy is what you're going to need for that, I believe. Uh, let me double check. Is it twisted energy? Also a very important setting as Andy lamented the other. No, it's altered and it's altered element element. Bleh. That's, that's the currency altered element, not twisted energy. Okay. I've got my new, new currencies. I'll have to read those tooltips at the bottom of my screen about the new currencies when I play the game now. Yeah, but it is altered element, not whatever parody just said. So, ha anyway, <laughs> Anyway, um, what you want to do is you want to focus the armor ones first. This is important because the armor ones have about a 30% chance to be pinnacle. And I mean really pinnacle, like five light above where you're at currently. And um, what I've been doing, he didn't specify how to do it in the video, but I've been doing it for a couple of days now. What I've been doing to get me to, after after a day and a half of doing this, I've gone from light level 1008, I think, 1008, 1010. All the way to 10:43, and I haven't really done anything. I've done three raids. That's it, right? Not raids, uh, strikes. That's it. So you focus on the armor pieces until all of the armor pieces start dropping at about the same light, right? When there's only one or two light difference for the drops, then go to the weapons. Get your weapons caught up to the armor, and then go back to the armor. That's gonna jump you leaps and bounds uh, as far as um, your light goes. So again, from 10:10. 10.44 in a day and a half. And I haven't even been playing. So Other what he's saying that, is check out the Cheese Forever, forever video we'll and he'll point you in the direction. Exactly. It's a very important setting you need to check on your Xbox too if you haven't already when you set this up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> your Xbox is set to turn off after a set amount of time because of the title. Turn that off or otherwise your Xbox turn itself off because you're idle and you will be sad because you will be at work and not farming anything at all. Also, there's a second Peace Forever video regarding this exact thing for PlayStation users and PC users that will allow you to load into the Forge by yourself. This decreases the load times so that you can farm more in less time. So it's a whole script thing. It's too much to get into right now, but Cheese Forever has a video about the script for PlayStation and PC. So you can find load that by yourself. I'll link that one for you as well. Is yeah. it the Konami code? It is not the Konami code. It's actual computer code that you have to type in. Disappointed. Yes. So seeing as um, Hunter Master Ice has jumped in there, Parody, if you take us through the ones that you watched, and then I can finish off with the last couple of ones. Sure. I, I, I started sort of from the bottom up. So okay. I or from the top down. So I watched, I jumped around a little bit here. So I watched uh, Unknown had a couple of videos. He goes over what he believes to be a gnawing hunger, hunger god roll because apparently he has not gotten a gnawing hunger. 
And he got one to drop with the chambered, with chambered compensator, tactical mag, zen moment, and kill clip, which is basically stabi- stability, 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 and more stability. And then tactical mag also gives you a mag size increase. And the kill clip, I mean, kill clip is amazing. I don't know why you're reloading your auto rifle, but it gives you more damage on that reload with a range masterwork. And he threw a counterbalance stock onto it. So his came out with a 46 mag size, and it's just a stable rifle. I mean, we've talked about the gnawing hunger. Unknown, it's got a good role. You should go check out if you don't have one yet. It is out in the world. It's much easier to acquire now. You don't have to go play Gambit and Reckoning to get it. It's just Unless out you want the um, curated role, I guess. Right. Unless you're hunting the curated role, but there are some other good roles out there. Unknown also has another video where he reviewed False Promises Auto Rifle, the new one from the season, which is a high-impact frame, 360 RPM auto rifle. His roles with a the fluted barrel for stability, ricochet rounds, stability and range, dynamic sway reduction for increased accuracy, and you heard it, stability, and unrelenting, which is the new perk that gives you uh, when rapidly defeating targets, it triggers your health regen. Guardians and powerful combatants count for more than one kill. So basically, it's a laser beam that hits really hard and regens your health on kills. What's not to love about that? I've been, I have been—I played a handful of games so far in Crucible this season and just false promises everywhere. It's really good right now in Crucible. Yeah, I got a really good one that's got Overflow and Eye of the Storm on it. And that thing just... Overflow, my friend. You you can't go wrong with overflow. I sent you a picture of it. I I, I don't know if you saw it earlier, but I was like, this one's for you, parody. <laughs> um, overflow, my friend. Overflow is always good. So cheese forever. You know the guy we never mentioned. Are... Just remind yeah. you to go check out to the the Bungie Rewards page to get your free powerful engram. So go to bungie.net/slash/rewards, get your engram, and also sign up for the rewards so you can learn about the other good things they'll give you. Uh, I will. Prompt respawn to ask him if he watched the I bet on me whispering slab bow review and god roll suggestion. Because I, I did watched... not watch that. There's one of those out there. So I bet on me does have a whispering slab review and god roll suggestion. I'll be honest, I watched it, but I know so little about the bows, the numbers he was giving out. I, I can't tell you if they're good or not. So uh, yeah, I bet on me. Uh, Re- 19, did you watch this one? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did watch this one. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's mainly set up for PvP, and he's a hunter. So it's a bow setup on uh, a void hunter with Oath Keepers, pairing it with the sidearm that you could get from one of the ritual quests. I can't remember what it's called. You'll remind me in a second. No. What? The sidearm that you could get from the rituals. Is it the... But, uh, buzz, 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 buzzard? Buzzard? Yes. Oh, so he, yeah, cool. he pe- he paired it with with the buzzard, and it was working really well for him. And I could I can understand that if you get some really good rolls on this, how it would be quite viable. I mean, he doesn't. He says it's not up there with like Le Monarch in PvP, but for somebody that is good with bows like Respawn, if you find the right right perk combination for you and you set up your you know character as and when, then this is going to work really well. Yeah. But you did I mean, you did say bow, that you've got a good one. Yeah, I have two I have a few good ones actually. The one that I mentioned earlier is my favorite like PvE one. My PvP one actually is uh opening shot with Archer's Tempo. Because you're always gonna two shot a guardian, right? So with that in mind, if you tag him in the head with Archer's Tempo, um your next shot is gonna come out even faster, especially with this bow has a draw time of 576. So 
Archer's tempo kicks in, you can fire off two rounds and kill that Guardian a lot faster than you can with some of these other bows that are out there right now. So, yeah. Like I said, you, you're, you're always going to have to two-shot a Guardian with any bow, even Le Monarch, you know, unless they're sitting there taking the tick damage for some reason. So you might as well have a bow that's going to get those two arrows out quicker with a decent amount of accuracy. So there you go. Yeah. Let's see. So I did watch uh, Night Demon slash Houndish has an umbral loot guide where he basically just goes over. It's a nice little refresher, or not even refresher. It's a nice little introduction to you know the prismatic recaster, the umbral decoder, basically all the crap that's sitting down there next to the drifter. You've got the thing on the wall. You've got the thing next to him. You have the drifter itself or himself. When you first start the season, you have to sort of dance between the three a bunch of times to progress your quest. He just goes over about you know opening up the decoder immediately to get your drop. You can take that over to the recaster to focus. Basically, the recaster is what you're going to use to focus to get your specific loot pool items. You can upgrade those as you go through the season. It's your twisted energy, which I was thinking of. You need to unlock the mods and the higher level perks to improve your recasters so you can get those different focuses going. And you get your twisted energy from the recaster weekly bounty and other drops in the world. So basically, he has a good overview on that, how that all works, how the system works. It's very similar to the bunker system of last year where you've got to go, you know, earn the materials, shove the materials into the thing, make the thing better, repeat, rinse, here you go, there's your season again. You just don't have to travel to three planets, you just go down and hang out with the drifter to get it done. Uh, Kimmy yeah, Cake. The, the downside mm -hmm. about the Whispering Slab, though, is you have to take off the Wither Horde to use it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so none stars should not do. Uh, <laughs> as we mentioned, uh, the Kami Cakes, or Kami uh, Cakes mentioned he was using the Wither Horde, which is just nuts in PvP. Um, you, he calls it the anti ape tool because you can use this thing like a better Telesto. Because I think he put a Telesto video on trials that we talked about last episode or episode before, where he basically he pairs this with the Drang and he says, you know, you can pair it with a sidearm to clean up the kills or a grenade, and basically you can just control areas of the map. You can use it to just throw the Wither Horde ammo down, take an entire area, does that tick damage over time, and then just clean up with your clean up with your drain, your sidearm, just clean up with the kills. He just, you know, gives his commentary as he jumps around and plays the map. I think it was on Rusted Lands, I want to say. Or no, it wasn't. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I can't, yeah. Rusted Land, where basically A and C, or you run back and forth, and the B's on the little, like, tower in the corner. He basically just, like, runs back and forth and stays indoors and turns the entire area into taking goo and murdering everything in fight. <laughs> you know, yeah. tossing a grenade so not, or cleaning let's up. Let's not skip over. Let's not skip over that a direct impact will kill a Guardian, flat out. And it will even kill a Guardian in their super. I saw I saw uh, Hush tag a freaking um, Spectral Blade Hunter and it killed him before it got, got to him. So mm -hmm. a Spectral Blade Hunter in his super will still get killed if you direct impact him with this gun. Excellent. Yeah. So like, you know, like Kimmy King says, it's not some PVP. It's also apparently not in Gambit right now. Everyone, uh, I see a couple of people say there's two types of people in Gambit. Those that understand how Wither Horde works and those that don't. So it's just going to be a nutty weapon for a while. And now we'll go and go from PVP to PVM. So JB3 uh, took us on a tour outside the interference where he found what's looks like the new Court of Oryx. That looks very similar to our original Court of Oryx and set up. And he said nothing there could be interacted with, but it had a huge taken ball in the distance. And it was, I mean, the carbon copy of the Court of Oryx. So whether it's coming back now or part of the content vault or something, it's 
you know, assets are there in the game. And for those of us that haven't listened to the show before, PVM is player versus map. Indeed. So JB3 also has hopped out of the map, also in the interference, and he found a room filled with Guardians, Cabal, Hive, Fallen, and uh, sort of a toy model pyramid ship. It looks sort of like character models, like they're all trapped in carbonite, just kind of hanging around, or possibly... Uh, yeah, I was going to say it looks like that, doesn't it? Yeah, you could say they might be stone. That might have some tie into some sort of uh, crypt that has been teased and talked about. So, you know, sort of unsure, you know, why this room, why they're here. If it's some thing we're going to play, some new activity, or if it's just, uh, you know, models that laying around, they were, you know, Budgie was playing with, but it's there in the game as an asset. Uh, Gaming Animal has put together a video of the gear and items from the database. He basically, it's, it's basically a big long video of he's teased sort of, here's the, the items that are in the database that they farmed. He still mentions there are 106 classified items. So there's a lot more coming. We don't know about, but it's a video of just sort of what, you know, what guns and armor stuff is in the database that could be coming. And gaming animal did a second video where the Eververse database was mined with some tentative calendar items. And again, this is all subject to change, but if you're sort of curious what's coming out and you've been waiting for that spot of T emote or your Pyrrhic victory. It does have, you know, what those are and how much bright dust you're going to need for them. So if there is something you're really looking forward to getting that video is worth a watch just to say, Hey, here's what's in the loot pool, whether it's coming next week or, you know, in September, it's at least there in the loot pool. And here's the, you know, how many thousand bright dust you'll need for it. So it was at least nice to watch and see, see what's coming and what's new and yeah, just what's out there available to us. And that's all I had time to watch in the hour. So I will turn okay. it even with the rest of the things that he watched that have more in-depth information. Okay, so Errol has done a highest DPS for the Falling Guillotine Sword and the Temptations Hook. And this includes new mods and the new mod that you can get from the Drifter's new machine. The, and it's called Lucent Blade. It was available, I believe, on Wednesday at Reset. And with that, fallout did a, a video on the lucid blade perk uh well lucid blade mod for swords and he's done testing with it so fallout plays video with the new armor mod testing the lucid blade and you've got Uror who's done the highest dps testing the, the two new swords that we've got which is the falling guillotine which is like the dark drinker from destiny one and the temptations hook which is like the bolt caster from destiny one so, like I said, it, that includes the new mods and builds with it. So, there's two videos there. MyFi has got the best PVE build viable in endgame activities for a bottom tree Voidwalker with Devour. Again, this is something that I believe that he put together a couple of seasons ago when we had the Void mods. And, you know, you can get unlimited melees, grenades, supers using the Nezarexin exotic helmet. Uh, and avoid auto rifle or SMG and the mods from the artifact, the, the oppressive darkness. So in the video, he shows you how to kind of put it all together and what activities you can use it in and how effective it is. Destiny Fun Police, if you are one of these people that's got the new exotic grenade launcher, the Wither Horde, Destiny Fun Police has put a video together of what you might need to do and weapon recommendations for getting 100 grenade launcher kills in PvP for the Catalyst, because there is a step on the Catalyst for that. Jarv has the highest DPS shotgun 
better than the Xenophage video. And this is Chaperone, which has been around for quite some time. And he shows you with the Chaperone and I believe it's the Blasphemer shotgun. Because the new, because the changes with the shotguns, with the slug shotguns, their DPS has been changed. I think it was like 30% more in PVE. So he does a test on what's a, a better, higher DPS. And the Chaperone comes out on top with the Roadborne perk active better than the xenophage which is the exotic machine gun but again it's situational where you would be using that and i believe he said you know pairing the blasphemer with the xenophage might be a good um, call for certain circumstances Astacross has done a perfect aim last word video so he's gone over back over the changes to the last word because it's now got a hip fire grip uh, buff as Respawn, I believe, pointed out last week or the week before, yep. kept shouting about it. It's now had the buff to it. And Astacross has put a video together of how amazing it is. Again, don't aim down sights. Just hit fire. Don't use the mouse. That's the other thing. He specifically oh, yeah. tells if you, you're on PC, do yeah. not use mouse and keyboard. So, yeah, go and check that out if you want to see damage numbers and the way to use it on PC. Now, if you've been wondering, like a lot of us have, what these new perks are and what they actually do on all these weapons that we're getting dropped. Cool Guy has a breakdown of the new perks and how they work and what maybe to look out for on the weapons. So Respawn's new favourite YouTuber, I Bet On Me, has a Trinity Ghoul Catalyst Easy 1 Minute Farm Guide. So go check that out if you have got the Trinity Ghoul Catalyst to drop. He's got a guide on yeah. that. And I know you know how to do it, Respawn. Just pointing people in the right direction. Now, one that I'm might be advanced. useful. I, I was going to ask you, why is he my new favorite YouTuber? That was my question. I just you learned of him like two minutes ago. You you found out about him last week. And I you bet said, on me. Oh, 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 I like the name. There, there you go. See, your new favorite yeah. YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> so one that might come up in the next couple of weeks with the Pyramidium and the Festering Core becoming Nightfalls. Glitch Tutorials has an invisibility glitch to PVE enemies for the Pyramidium and the Festive, yeah, and the Festering Core. So this might be useful for doing some nightfalls. Hey, hey, hey! That's not dodge. Wink, wink, wink. I need, I need out. buddies to do it with on Xbox oh. or PC, man. No, no, we go, go talk to your PC friends. You're, you said you're all PC now. You've left yeah. us behind. Yeah, you've left us. Fuzzco, paging Fuzzco. Yeah, no, we don't associate outside of raids. Fusco can't stand me for that long. <laughs> so Unknown also has the best new 180 hand cannon, Nature of the Beast, PvP gameplay. Much like Parody said, you know, he's got a couple of good perks on the rangefinder. He, he t just basically takes it into PvP and tests it out and shows you what it can do. And if you're as a good a player as him, then you may want to use it. <laughs> but you're not. But you can try to be. Yeah. Uh, T Glizzy has got an insane Wither Horde build for Titans and Stronghold Exotic Gauntlets using Charge with Light mods and the Sword mod, the Lucid Blade. So that's one to check out. Cheese Forever has an easy heroic public event cheese guide for the new public events on IO. So go check that out if you are struggling. Because once I've watched this and went and did one of those public events, I was able to cheese it so that we got the heroic to come up pretty easy for the rest oh, of the nice. noobs yeah. that weren't in the area. So now every time I do one, 
it always goes to heroics. So if nice. more people know about it, then it works. I'm definitely going to have to watch that. I've gotten heroic a grand total of once and we couldn't even finish it. Oh, with a horde and a sword with that new lucid blade mod. Oh, that's, amazing. What, that's what I was using, but I don't know, man. Just make sure, well. just make sure when the boss does show up that once you've got down to the it come goes down in three bars. Once you get it down to one point of the bar, make sure you go and looking for the blights. There's two blights that, that turn up at, individual times uh, in the area you have to go to the blight kill the ogre or kill the big boss there then destroy the blight then go back and destroy the boss you only have like i think it's like two and a half minutes to out yeah uh, to yeah. 245 okay. so you have to go backwards and forwards yeah, yeah it's we're, pretty quick we're getting the boss low but like just can't kill him before the time runs out and i guess i didn't i didn't even know to look for blight so that's probably what's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're not looking for blights and somebody else has gone off and they don't know how to sight solo it, then it can be harder. I mean, I was going off and soloing it because I did the blade mod and the wither horde, and I was just like, boom, 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 that was it, it's destroyed. And they're all still trying to chip away at the boss, even though he's got the shield on. I'm like, just, just stay there, I'll, I'll do this bit. You, you stay there. I come back, sword him again, go off and find another blight. Right. British so, dad's going to take care British of you. British dad will take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> you love us, don't lie. No, I don't. And finally, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> finally, if if you are curious of what the curated and random roles are available for this season's weapons, season of arrivals, Astacross has got you covered with his latest video. So we will link all of those. I think there's 29 or 20. Uh, no, it'd be 30 now because Respawn added another one with the PC. So there's about 30 videos for you to check out this week at your leisure so you don't have to watch them all in one go like i do just as and when something comes up go ah i'm sure i heard somebody say that on titans we'll call it titans we, we don't mention the hunter just call it titans on the titans podcast <laughs> somebody Marvelous. sounds like they're a little jealous do da do da no and, it, and i did are you done i did want to add one yes. more video with Oh, 31 saw, videos. Yeah, I did put it on on the list. And I put it in the the Discord here for you to add to the lo to the show notes. Okay. I saw somebody on Reddit that I of course lost who it was say, "Hey, you know, I ran across this guy Darren Baron on YouTube who reads Destiny lore," and I was like, "Oh, that seems interesting." So he he goes through and he just reads, you know, the Destiny lore. He's apparently done like some you know voice work and audiobook work, so he has a really nice reading voice. Uh, in keeping with the everyone who reads lore must have a fine accent, he is a fine British man reading you lore. Aww. And this week I put a link in for the False Idols, the um, you know the Bungie put out on their blog or their you know their site the False Idol story. So I linked him reading that same story, and he's he's done and he's gone through lore books and read it. Just the video is just you know no video, it's just audio of him reading the lore entries. So if you're looking for you know a, a deeper dive of lore in the game and just want to listen to things. Go check out Darren Barron, D-A-R-R-E-N-B-A-R-O-N on YouTube. He's just does a phenomenal job just reading lore. It's lore. No, no explanation, no exposition, just lore as it is. So I enjoyed his reading of it. So if you're looking for lore, respawn. You can check it out and listen to his lore reads. But you just said you have to have a, a nice accent to read it, and I do not. I have a lisp. That's not an accent. So <laughs> oh, well, Just on YouTube. We're a podcast. That's totally different. Yeah. Oh, okay. fair enough. Parody, there's a shout out that you want to give this week, isn't there? 
yeah, Speedy Thief. Yeah, he he, he mows his. I remember the conversation. I said, you guys doesn't hear about you know how often you have to mow your lawn. It is every week. He's right. And Speedy Thief, that's why we provide you enough content to get through your mid to larger size lawns. Now, if you have yeah. a golf course, you might need a second show, like say the Guardian Hub or Massive Breakdown or Guardian Downcast. But our our show will get you through most lawns you have to mow in a day. So, buddy, <laughs> if you can't play the game, you need to at least listen to the game. So you can come back to the game knowing and appreciating more. So thank right, you. If you got a if you got a hand, we need a football field. We might not be the show for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, sir. Our back catalog will absolutely take care of you. <laughs> just just the last couple of I mean, the last month you've got a good twelve hours show there. I mean, there's there's enough content there. We broke down every ritual weapon in the game and every weapon for you find people. There is some content there if you want to do a deep dive of the two Titans of the Hunter. And I wanted to give a shout out to the Xbox team that helped me get my almighty seal in the last week. Um, wow. The hard-coded victory. So that's the one where you had to do the Seraph Towers without failing. Because it got to Monday just before <laughs> reset and I still hadn't done that. That was the only one that I hadn't done. <laughs> and it wasn't like I hadn't tried. I'd sat around on many a EDZ, many a moon, just waiting for people to turn up. Maybe if I activate it, they'll all come. You know, if you activate it, they will come kind of thing. No. So it, I, I ended up going onto uh, the Xbox app and looking for people that were doing it. And literally within like five minutes of me looking, there was a team doing it. So unfortunately, if I miss your name out because you weren't in my fire team or I didn't manage to get you in the picture that I took at the end where there was a lot of people staying around, I do apologize. But we have Cross Empress 75. Danquist Jr., Bullet Fade, the Adapter JD, GTC 300, Kalsman Tree, and Sveltsun 045. That's, I do apologize if I, I missed you, but thank you very much for your help in getting me my um, hard coded victory done. And that is the, the Adapter DJ. The, the Adapter JD is his brother. DJ was oh, the one who sorry. helped you out. Words. Words they fail him, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I was laughing because I remember I was talking to you on Monday and I was like, "Hey, how are you doing? You know, how are things with Destiny?" And you're like, "Well, trying to get this done, trying to find a team to do it." So I'm glad you got it done in the eleventh hour of the eleventh minute. Editing a podcast, like just like I'll just quickly I'll sit on the EDZ and wait for people to turn up. Nobody. Now you've cut out. I'll just look on the app. Yeah, yeah. I am the only one allowed to talk. (laughs) Oh God, now we're in trouble. No, see, we've just hit our talking minutes for this week. We're actually at the end of our talking minutes. You've got plenty left to go. No, so yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I, I have unlimited. I've purchased the unlimited plan, so <laughs> unfortunately, we haven't. So I think it may be time for us to go. No, I, I think so. I think we've we've given the people pretty much everything we can give them, and uh, I'm sure there's stuff we've missed because there's way too much there. But. You know, we'll be back again at this next week with, you know, six more hours of content for you. Yay. And with that, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and night demon. Your hunter is no one responds in real life. You can so. email the show and please do at two Titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. We love getting your email. We love reading on the show. We love the feedback. You can find our show on Twitter at two Titans underscore hunter. You can hit us up on Instagram on Instagram.com slash two Titans and a hunter. We're on Facebook or on YouTube at two Titans and a hunter. You can join the frozen clan at join.frozen.party that's frozen with a zero and hey we're gonna have frozen guardians soon so the frozen clan we were there when 
You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And friends, this week, what do you do in D2 with Trials until Trials returns? Well, DMG says you can play Comp, you can play General Crucible, you can do a PvE weapon grind via Umbral Engrams, you can raid with your buddies, and outside the game, you should make some memes at their expense. Clean your room, it's filthy, and sometimes you just have to cry. So that, Guardians, until next week, say bye, Nightingale. Say bye, Respawn. Bye, Respawn. Also, to add on to that, um... <laughs> you faded out now. That's it. It's gone. Oh, no. No, but um, honestly speaking, though, uh, if you... Shut up! You know, the music's playing you out. Well, put this before the music. I'm going to put the Twitch link. That way they can watch that if they feel like it. Nobody wants to watch the Twitch link. What Twitch link? Well, somebody does. Apparently, since I've started recording for the YouTube, I've gone from having one follower to 36. So somebody's watching. Nobody watches you. Some Somebody may have. Uh, there, there may be a Discord out there where you're getting a. The entire Discord gets notifications every time you go live. What? That may be where really? your new, new followers have come from. That's a thing? You, you haven't noticed your, your friends from uh, Guardian Downcast hanging out with you every time you go live? It gets it gets sent out in the notifications channel there? No. I, <laughs> I asked Gator to add you to that channel uh, a couple weeks back. <laughs> so every time, so- you know, Kingsley Mac or you or, you know, Jealous Gaming goes live, you know, and their live notifications on Guardian Downcast, it says, hey, Respawn's live. Here's his Twitch link. Go check him out. So you're welcome. That's a thing that can happen. <laughs> That's cool. How come we don't do that? Because uh, we're not good at this. No, we're not good at this.